Oh my goodness. Greetings, everybody. Welcome to Wednesday, January 25th. It is 9.05. We are ready to start the show. Our friend Dennis is... Ah! Why would you, why did you do that? Why are you screaming? I don't know. Could you just call him a slave? Can you calm down? Can you just calm down a little bit? I'll mute myself. If you, if you, if you wait, try, wait, wait. I'll, if you, I'll show myself out. If you try, <laughs> <laughs> um, and okay. he's back. And he's back. So I know it's just my knee, but I can't, you know, I can't stand up. And plus, my pants don't match my shirt, so it's silly to, you know. Uh oh. I have, I have, um, fashion faux pas. Right, a fashion faux pas. Are you wearing white before Memorial Day? <laughs> but you don't have to see it. That's that's all. Um, yeah, Xavier's cuckoo, but I love him. You're the only one, Sin Lou. You should you're be it. You, you, don't, yeah, don't ever leave me. You're his number one I'll fan. Throw it out here. How about the New Orleans police on Bourbon Street? There's there's number one fan. <laughs> As he got gambited by the New Orleans police on the oh my god, you remember like Bourbon the weird that's a great story, actually. It's an underrated story. It's that's underrated. a scary story because that's a scary place if you've been there at 5 a.m. on a jazz fest. You know what's shocking me? I have never really stayed out that late, especially like by myself or with one other person. You know, I think as women you tend to you tend to feel more secure in numbers. And yeah. not that late and not that fucked up. So I don't know. Dennis is running a little bit late. Obviously, he sends me a gurgle, picture. Gurgle, gurgle. <laughs> he sends me a picture with three wine bottles saying I'm out. And yeah, uh, he's he, better I'm life than OJ, we were saying before. Uh, you know, he, what? The only difference, he plays bocce ball and o, OJ plays golf. That's really the only difference between Dennis's he's life really, and OJ's life. And, and you know what? He is Sicilian, so he is kind of black as well. So there is yeah, that. Yeah. Kilo, we just we just hoping that there's not a sobriety check on the way home. Yeah, oh, God, no shit. Okay, so today we're going to talk a little bit about um, Pamela Anderson. Uh, she happened to have been on the show today. She looks oh. very different. For, for no no huffing from you, no 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 extraneous noises from you, sir. Babs um, the Rush called her Babs Eden. She looks like Barbara Eden. She, she does. Really does. Like Barbara That's Eden. what I thought when you put the thumbnail up. Barbara Eden's still Barbara hot Eden. at like 80. She's okay. Well, she, she, so Pamela, I think, is now 54. Um, and so it's her interview was very, very uh, serious today and, you know, slightly Pamela being cerebral. So <laughs> we'll come back to that a little bit later. Um, uh, fun trivia. Yeah. She, was, she was married to Mr. Whiskers for a week. <laughs> I thought that Lisa Marie was married to him as well. Could be. Hey, what's going on, guys? Okay, so the way the show went today it was really horrible. And I think the worse the show is, the more clips I am able to clip from it. And it's kind of interesting to see what. Um, other people pick up on on the show as opposed to me and that's why I, I try really hard not to read the uh, the thread the listening thread until after I've finished listening to the show just because I, I like to see what I've picked up on and then what Dennis and the rest of the gang pick up on later on so uh, with that in mind I really have like over 30 clips so it's a lot and it's one of those things where we need to kind of uh, get the show started. 
kind of sooner rather How than How long did it take you to make 30? I remember when I did it on a, we did the composite weeks in review that was two weeks combined, which was pretty good. It yeah. took me many, many hours. So, okay, because I have a new computer and because uh, Humble like, normally what <laughs> I do is I use a program called Audacity, which is, uh, which is what I use to convert the mp4s to mp3s because they play a little bit better than you know showing a full video which is just a video of what i record so on my phone while i'm recording something all i have to do is kind of this kind of drop down right here and then hit the record button oh, while wow, playing and i record the mp4 so after i record the mp4 i airdrop it to my computer and then um, because it's a fast computer and you all know, you know, it's all about the RAM. The I audacity. Take, I take all of those clips all at the same time, 30, 40, whatever it is. I drag them all into audacity. I mute out all of them. And then I start from the first one and I clip it to, you know, I try to keep everything under a minute. So I'm actually able now because of the new computer, honestly, I'm actually able to do all 30 35 clips within mm, probably about 15, 20 minutes, but I've already vetted them. I delete a lot of stuff. I come back to things. I'm talking about the whole process. The Not whole just... process. Well, then I have to do a, a header. Then I have to do a Photoshop. Then I have to yeah. um, figure out a name for the show. Then I have to set it up in StreamYard. Then I send you guys the email. Then I have to make a post about it on the website. So I would say all in, if I did it solidly for the day, it probably takes me about three hours to compile a show. Sarah volunteered her services to do a thumbnail for you. To do a she's, thumbnail she's for She's obsessed us. with thumbnails, uh, yeah. Thumbnail for she's what? She's good at Of each day, the day. Uh, the Thank day you, Ida. Thank you, Carlos. Thumbnail of the day. I don't know. This. This shit, like this. Like she wants to do a thumb, the thumbnail. I don't know. she what put on thing. YouTube. The, oh, I'd be happy for her to do it. It's just that I usually do it in the moment. Um, yeah. I think he did read the book, Ida, just so you know. Sorry, I wanted to go back to Ida for a second. Um, I think he did read the book. It sounded like he did either that or somebody gave him a lot of sticky notes. Absolutely. His... He doesn't read shit. I think it's Will and Jason reading it. Yeah, I, I believe that. I have a question for you guys. Do you have day jobs? If so, what are they? Um, I no longer have a day job, but then again, this does not um, feed me at all. And um, I worked solidly in the garment center for the entirety of my adult career. And I was a design director for a very large children's wear company. And I was really good at it. So they gave me some of the uh, junior and Missy to do as well. And, um, and yeah, I worked with like Jessica Simpson and Jones New York and all sorts of different brands and um, and I shopped and Joe Simpson. I shopped the stores and I went to Europe as often as I wanted to and I went to China as often as I needed to and I traveled a lot and then I got really tired of fucking doing that and that was and that's the name of that too. And the boys do what the boys do. I don't know what if they want to tell you what they do, but that's me. I'm a drinking coach and a script supervisor for Infinitum Nile Productions <laughs> starting 2020. I hang out <laughs> at Home Depot's and get into the back of people's pockets. <laughs> <laughs> and you hope they give you some water and you can <laughs> hopefully. 
You know, it's so funny. Yeah, I did, found... Just a curiosity. Does yeah. Pamela Anderson's book have one of those Dr. Seuss, I can read it by myself stickers on the front? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I imagine think it, Pam's I smarter imagine, than Beth is. I imagine it's I very think... deep. Reading. No, I, I agree. I think Pam is definitely smarter. And than... smarter than Howard, too. Yes. If, I, if I put him up in a, you like, think so? knows more basic. Yeah, yeah I, basically, I, really I bet you she does more for herself than Howard does in terms of the real world. I guarantee I really listen today. And I think she even though she may have started out as like, you know, the silly party girl, but she was young, you know, she was young, impressionable yeah. and did whatever she needed to do. Well, remember she was discovered at a football game. Yes. They put her on the jumbotron. Yes. With her Labatt's t-shirt on. Right, right, right. The beer thing. And then uh, playboy contacted her. And next thing you know, she's 19 years old and she's on her way to Hollywood. And um, I didn't know this, but I, I found this out through the interview that uh, playboy was actually, her um uh uh what's the word i'm looking for liaison the de, de facto uh, okay. agent of okay. sort because right. that's how people were able to get a, a hold of her when she was young and they wanted her to play a part in a, a movie or a tv show or something like that so she didn't have a manager when she started to uh work in the industry and you know, the fine line Bill between Pamela Anderson and a Jenna Jameson, you know what I mean? It is. It's all I mean, it, could have gone, it could have gone that way. And she could have been one of those chicks, you know, with 40 million fucking tattoos on her and and just kind of in a weird space. So, it really is. She went up to the demarcation line of, of Jenna Jameson and stayed on the conventional Hollywood just by a pubic hair. No pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, Canadian super trooper. I mean, uh, she has the Canadian cool factor. Yes, she does. She's very cool. There's something about these Canadian bitches, and they don't think like. Dude, American. she's had she's had like sixty yards of penis. <laughs> she really has. She yeah. really has. I actually have a picture of of what you had um put on the uh all the steering of the boat. Well, no. So while we were talking about this, if you can get that uh, uh thing off there, so we can all see the the picture so here she is uh on the show and then uh hold on i just want to take this down um, into a fish. <laughs> and then you put up like this super close-up of her and you say nothing and then you go really close up and it says looks like she has a dent in her throat from tommy's dick which is kind of right there. You can usually buff that right out, but apparently Which, that wasn't I, the case. By the way, you know, there was this about guy. the right angle? No, no, but that, that actually could be a something. You should call her and say that you're like a nurse or something, and, and I'd be a little concerned I'm about what, I'm, what a what I'm a dermatologist. Exactly. I'm a dermatologist. Come here, bitch. So, you know, it could Take be something. It's a little, it's a little <laughs> concerning. Um, but, yeah, she, you know what? She doesn't look as bad as what I was expecting. She is made up. But She's only fifty four. For fuck's sake, she looks fine. She looks fine. I have no issues with her at all. None at all. I, 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 I got a. I truly <laughs> got a better appreciation for her today because I kind of feel like she, uh, she understood the assignment when writing a book. Yeah, and totally. A couple of the, the the clips that I took will reflect poorly on other people within the Howard Stern universe who have written books, and I'll come back to that as a as a thing later 
Um, I'm not putting up on the screen, but you are correct, Autobot AI. You must be somebody I know. And, and I will offer that she wrote more of her book authentically by herself than Howard did his books, and not Judith Regan and uh, Ratso Sloman. I guarantee she worked harder yep, in her yep. book. But, yeah. but not, oh, my dog, right? No, no, no. Yeah, that's another story. That's even lower. And Howard seemed to have, I mean, I, I really want to get into that a little bit because this is actually one of the uh, only interviews that I've listened to the entirety of it. And maybe a little bit of that is because the rest of the show was so stupid and boring that it was the only thing in the in the show that was actually of any of any interest. So I did cut a bunch of clips from her talking. So we'll Good. come back to that. You okay. said you like this and Skrillex. You told us before. We went Skrillex on. is really yeah. my all-time favorite. Yeah, that's absolutely <laughs> yeah, right. Thank you, Jeremy Housing, because Arm helped me through a bad lull in my life where I just gave up on drinking. He pulled me through and helped me start. Thank you, Jeremy. I can't believe you remember that. That was one of my <laughs> first online assignments. That's when we went virtual, right? <laughs> You know, Ratso Sloman is your classic Jewish guy from Long Island. That's all I can say. He's he's that guy. And, you know, there is some talk of uh, Ratso had written an autobiographical book for himself back in the day, uh, or he helped somebody else write an autographical, uh, autobiographical book. And um, there are many that say he took a lot of the stories from that book and kind of extrapolated them into totally. the book. That's what they do. So that's kind of, yeah, he's like an interior designer. You know, once they have like okay. an aesthetic, it's every house looks exactly the fucking same. So, and, and by the way, think about the books back then. I think these guys had no idea where the internet was going to go that you could look up and, and prove them wrong plagiaristically. Everything. You know, they had no idea. So they could make up anything they wanted exactly. to do back then and they'd get away with it. But we are here now. And you know what? I, what I really like about our show and about doing shows like this is the fact that, uh, you know, hopefully our, our words and what we talk about and the things that we say um, will always live on, you know? So, yeah, Howard <laughs> will be the guy who everybody, like, looks to. But, you know, I get emails pretty much every week saying, oh, my God, I just found your show. And, you know, I never really thought about him this way. And you kind of start to change people's minds. And you know, we do that like one at a time and it's quite okay. Um, I am going to do just a really quick uh, promotional thing with you guys right now. So I am, since Howard is in fact going to be off next week, you will definitely be hearing the first of um, Rotten Reddit so that you know, I, you know, I'm constantly on and obsessed with Eladia Baldwin. So I of course posted this today, which is kind of amazing because there were these pictures and there she is. She's a little fidget freak. And she wears the exact same leggings every single day. And he wears the same fucking thing every single day, too. Look at the bottom of his pants. They're all like, they're like these gross old accountant, you know, who's been working in the same office for 40 years. He's really kind of gross. And I'm I'm seeing them in a whole new light these days. So just know, yeah, that uh, Eladia is is in my sights, and Hello. I'll definitely be working on that next week. While can't wait. The man is on vacation. Um, maybe we'll also do a phone call show next week. You know, and that'll be the two shows that we do. So no heavy lifting for us. Okay, so let's start the show and let's go to clip number one. So Howard, as he was talking to her, was, uh, and this will set the, the context up for you for how he kept pushing for her to say something horrible about you, Hefner. Introduce she she walked out of Canada, like the backwoods of Canada, 
and wound up on yes. the streets of L.A. Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't want to get into it now because we'll no. talk about it later. But mm -hmm. I have a lot of theories on the people on her in her life. Again, they're just theories. I don't know. But. Like, I don't see you, Hefner, the guy who ran Playboy magazine, as being a good friend to her. So the reason he was saying this is because he's absolutely obsessed with her not having representation when she first came to uh, the States. Right. And how she was ripped off and how that Baywatch poster was like one of the number one selling things and how she gets like $1,000 in residuals a year from Baywatch. And how, you know, uh, David LaChapelle used to photograph her all the time, never paid her, and yet used her in like his books and promotional materials and stuff like that. So she was like just this really young, pretty, naive girl. But she is a story that a thousand girls, a hundred thousand girls could tell you. Just like you Artie know? gets Boku residuals from Sirius for playing his material, right? And coming over there. Exactly. Same kind of thing. <laughs> I think I think Howard's always projecting till he looks at Hefner as it's Just always a little how he's exploited everybody, so he's he's trying to deflect it onto Hefner because uh, he's way worse you know, on every level. I've never heard about Hefner on every level. So <laughs> Ilaria Putana in the crosshairs. That's right, Pepinos. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, you call I don't know where my knee is. I'm sitting like that. You know what I think? Maybe my chair. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. I almost dropped my um, PlayStation on the floor. If I, if, I, if I hear anything untoward, I'm going to sue you for defamation. Yeah, you lawsuit off us. Because you're the imprimatur of... Make love to me, Monique. Make love to me. <laughs> I have my great Alec Baldwin story, which I can't wait to tell, and I will tell it there. There is, no, there is no new link to it. It's going to be here on Radio Gunk, and um, it'll just be a show. It'll just be a show we try out. That's all. Yep. All right, so let's move on, and... Um, Okay. Right, so Cindy Lou. Howard got to use the smut without giving any money to models and stuff. Right, exactly right. Yes. He got to do Playboy without paying anybody. Yes. Technically on a show in the 90s. That's exactly right. Yes. Except for like uh, Hugh Hefner got Pamela Anderson and Howard got little Lupe. And Bill Maher. <laughs> <laughs> little Lupe. So, of course, he starts talking about Robin and how hot she looks because apparently all the mail he's getting is talking about how, how hot she is. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, people are really commenting on your appearance lately, Robin, with I your really weight loss and everything. I mean, so much of the email is like, I saw Robin. No, Alec Baldwin never hit on me. He's he's no. But I have a girlfriend. Yes. See, Super Trooper knows. See, Super Trooper knows. Alec was smelly and sweaty, according to most. Yes. Yes. You know the story. So glad you pay attention. On the app, oh man, she looks so sexy. Blah blah yeah. blah blah blah. You're getting a Are lot. Are you gonna of... tell them that this is an avatar? It's not really. No, me. I'm not gonna tell them that <laughs> because you really have worked on yourself to become super hot. You're like uh, the Pam Anderson of the uh, of the aughts. Yeah. Okay. There is no world where where <laughs> Robin is the Pam Anderson of of this uh, decade. Like I mean, me. she's a Louis Anderson, maybe. Oh, hello there. Right out of the gate. Hello. And good night. Thank you, guys. Like and subscribe. 
Like and subscribe. Hold on, let me throw that up there. Like and subscribe. David, uh, Dennis Hooper wanted to know who's better cutting the grass, Xavier or you? Who is better getting on? Oh. oh, he said Xavier cuts his grass. The most racist thing I ever heard. Yeah, and then I you said Italians so are usually bad. better. Xavier, Xavier, uh, no, we're good. At, we're better at pressure washing driveways. That's right. <laughs> there you go. Lines. There's a niche for. It's like the circle of life. There's a niche for everybody. Oh, oh, yeah. They want you to switch. They want you to switch my place. You're right. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Let me take my second. Oh, oh. oh, I actually have a top on underneath here, so it's not. Ah, uh, darn. Oh, That's all. Dennis has actually seen me in a bathing suit, just so you know. I have. I, 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 right, let me switch us around here. Hold on a second. I'm gonna put you here. Uh, put the whisker here. Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're gonna move on, and um, the first knock knock. Damn Hooper! The first knock knock of Mexican. I'm gonna guess that Hooper's really a Kanye West. No, <laughs> Gandaloons love their lawn, Hooper. They love their guinea lines. They love to cut and doing it themselves. No, I, I pay somebody. I honestly, I, 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 I'm one of the ones that doesn't. He actually yeah. pays me. But I take care of my driveway. That's mine. I take care of my driveway. I take care of my driveway. I take care of my driveway. <laughs> you know what? There is some pleasure in um, in taking care of the upkeep of your property. Not the grass and all that shit, because yes, of course, uh, you know, you hire somebody to do all that shit. But yeah. the, the upkeep of like the trees and you know because here in florida everything grows so lovely because you know the constant of the sun and the rain you don't have to worry about freeze that often so everything grows beautifully and so it's fun to do that you know and just make something out of nothing right now i have a whole 72 thing of seeds that i'm trying to grow i know it's not going to work because i have a horrible fucking green thumb but uh black thumb really but If you water um, them, they live. Uh, well, yeah. So I have all these bromeliads and shit like that. Oh, that, that's just, that's black, that's black arts. No, bromeliads are it's a black art. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That's not growing shit. That's like, yeah, they need to be a sorceress to make that shit grow. See, okay, so I'm into this because, well, because what? I have nothing else to do. So the bromeliads. Grow some tomatoes. Make your life happy. <laughs> I'm going to grow some tomatoes. But the bromeliads are. Don't we are... have 33 cl- clips left. <laughs> Yes. Speaking of, uh, okay. speaking of speaking of something that grows, look at you, look at Monique's knee. <laughs> I, I've got something that's growing right now, and I see. Monique's you know, knee. I wish I had a wig here because somebody said yesterday I should put a wig on it and make believe like it's a little person on the side of me. Um, but I don't have any here, so maybe the dollar store has something for me. No, I'm not growing pod. I don't smoke it. I'd rather eat it, but either, either way, it's not something that we do. Okay. Knock knock. No, vermilion. It's bromeliad. It's not vermilion. It's bromeliad. Don't ask. Don't ask. Here we go. Yeah, you know, I don't even know. Bet, what he... Even make, making any kind of bet on it is going to fuck up the game for him. Excuse me, guys. Oh, everybody, it's uh, shirtless uh, Mark Wahlberg. Hey, man, you in the gym? Oh, I, I, honestly, you guys, I can't listen to this anymore. <laughs> yeah, quite. so it literally was the same show as yesterday, except a day later and just as bad. That's all I can say. You didn't expect him to not beat the shit out of that, did you? 
oh, to, no. to not Dead run Mark. that into the Dead fucking ground. This, this Z morning zoo hack, morning yeah. zookeeper. They run awful. it into the ground, ground it up into dirt, and then and then buried it. I mean, it, and then it's limed, beyond. And then limed the dirt. And then limed it. <laughs> and it's not even original. Let's steal it from. Uh, it's so hard. Andy Samberg. It's just so horrible. Everything nothing, about the show is horrible. There's nothing entertaining about it. There's nothing funny nothing. about it. Nothing, nothing ironic about it. It's just stupid. It's just so it, it doesn't fit this show's tone on any level either. I, I, it's so I, ridiculously I, forced. And... As I said, Scott, Scott Shannon is somewhere in the Caribbean cra- uh, cracking open another Mai Tai laughing at this guy. At least he made it to the Caribbean. I mean, yeah, now exactly. You know? He's retired. So then the guy that a tree uh... on my house. Do you think that HBO is thinking of replacing Rick and Morty with this comedy gold? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Easily. I am so Easily. heartbroken about the Rick and Morty thing you have. Actually, no don't be. Uh, no I, I did a little deep dive, and apparently his partner is the one that does all the writing. Oh, okay, so. but he does do all the voices. So there is so that. So that's not. Did I miss something? The voice thing is, you know, Billy Westaway. Rick and Morty, is not Rick and Morty guy got uh, shit. They'll get someone that sounds like him. They'll be fine. Yeah, they'll be fine. They'll, they, I mean, uh, apparently the dude. There's a lot of DMs to minors. Oh, he was oh, DMing well, that, them as Marty. Kind of issue. <laughs> yeah, oh, he was no. DMing them. There's a lot. Of sc- you can just Google it. There's a bunch of screen grabs of underage girls getting DM by DMs? Morty. Very, very Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, very uh, risque sort of way. Oh, okay, that's kind of. So I think that I think that more than anything else was what got him the hebo. Yeah, you know what? I made some really, really fun Rick and Morty T-shirts that are on the Radio Gunk uh, T Public site, so and you they can went. see them because they're really, really cool. And, and <laughs> did them all by fucking hand. They're actually pretty fucking amazing. They are pretty fucking amazing. They oh, are. I should, I should show them. I should promote our T Public. We never. Oh, don't, don't we get enough like threats of lawsuits as it is? Oh, that's true. That's <laughs> Sarah, Sarah has Pelican Brief shirts she's made and Sturkshire well, shirts. That's really not good. That's not a was it Warner Brothers property or whatever. <laughs> she she bought it. the rights to the Pelican. Oh my god, we 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 tried to go the legit route, and you know we we submitted them to Viacom, and they were all excited. And then they just, <laughs> we were so no. excited that you know, know. They but know. they didn't. Um, it wasn't uh, it wasn't meant to be, unfortunately. Yeah. But I want to show you. I'm going to show you some really cool T-shirts I did because I fucking love Rick and Morty. And um, and I love it so much that I try not to watch it too often, so that I don't. Uh... The next season is going to be about five years from now. Yeah, I know. I know. All right, hold on. I just want to show you guys our t-shirts, okay. our Rick and Morty t-shirts. I mean, they're so kind of obscure, which is why I love them. So yeah, so yeah, so there you got. You have Concerto, which is kind of like evil, <laughs> evil Rick. Uh, the Creepy Morty, which is a bar they went to in season three. Keep Summer Safe, which was classic. Uh, Mortiplicity, Big Johnson. Um, do I have any other ones? No. You did. Football team, uh, you did, but then uh, they said, uh-uh. Oh, this shirt is um, is my number one selling thing. Washington Commanders established 2022. Uh, then we did the chain, uh, and then Major League Baseball came after us. <laughs> that, that was the chain part due. Part two, yeah, we, that's right. We actually sold thousands. more thousands uh, swag chains than anybody yeah. else on the planet. Yes, we sold hundreds of them. Hundreds. And then one day, they said, "Ah, no, oh, yes, even sorry. though it's an original design by us." Yeah, 
And then literally within after they, they kicked us off with that chain <laughs> t-shirt, they didn't win one single game for the rest of the season. That's right. Yeah, it was really good. fucking like no joke. No joke. Oh my god, these pink t-shirts. Well, see, that was like very topical that moment, the the go fuck yeah. yourself thing. Yeah. So I sold yeah. a bunch of those, but I should deactivate that because you should funny. deactivate that. Should have yeah. Sean Penn on a on a tank in the Ukraine. <laughs> <Open fire>. <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna I'm gonna fucking deactivate that right now. Oh, fuck it, I'm Tone cut. I th- yeah. Depp was not jealous of Kate Moss because that ad that Calvin Klein with Marky Mark was years before they went out, a couple years before they dated. But he's a very jealous man. Autobot, what happened is uh the Potters did not have a swag t shirt. They didn't have we the did for forever, sold right. hundreds. And then one day they decided to do, come up with one which sucked, and so they complained. Don't you to, remember? They were like, they literally just they just took it <laughs> down. For, they took it. Oh, terrific. And and there's the answer right there on the bottom. What? What about I? We need a shirt. We need a shirt of Dennis playing bocce. I can make yeah. I can arrange it. Yeah. Need, you know, he tells us that he plays this, but we don't believe do him. There's no T-shirt. <laughs> if, 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 if there's no picture, it never happened. Oh, when does the Grace T-shirt come out? Oh, so you're going back <laughs> and forth. You know, for some of our new listeners, they don't even know. Okay, so you know I collect hats that have an M on it because that's my name. So everybody gave me shit for the Michigan hat, but this is from the fucking time that Madonna did that show and made me wait until 12 o'clock midnight before she came on stage. Oh, so, yeah, like that. All right, we're going to continue on. We have 700 clips to get to. No, I don't play High Lie. I play Bochy. High Lie. <laughs> So I, I'm going to your hat meant mocking uh, dabblers. I'm going to, I know that was so funny. Everything's that was the mocking, best John. ever. Um, the oh next couple of look clips. Rupert, what? Look, look at Rupert. He goes, Grace is the Brian Dunkelman of radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I interrupted That's you. That's one. too good. Gunkelman. They call her. <laughs> so then he gets into a whole thing, pretty much as we mentioned yesterday, about uh, how gross Richard Christie is and some of the oh. weird stuff. Yeah, so we thought about doing a gunk calendar because there are so many amazing. So just so you know, the reason I wore this black top underneath here was because I was going to make believe it was a bathing suit. I was going to put kitten on it. K-I apostrophe I-N, as she says it, kitten. And um, yeah, but then... Oh wow! Hey, welcome to the sports uh, all day, all night show here on uh, Radio. Do you guys think Richard's persona is a is a is a uh, was is contrived? Because they said when Richard first interacted with the show, he sounded way different, and now he's turning up that bumpkin creep thing just just to appeal to Howard. Absolutely, he he is an attention whore. He is an air whore. And he's doing everything he can to be on the air right now. So he's he's playing up the stupid bumpkin thing. He's playing up the incredible <laughs> human being thing. Ah, well, I go. I'm going to eat as, some as, leftover macaroni and cheese from under my yeah. house. As that intern person told us, which if you haven't listened to that, I highly recommend you do because it uh, does I'll give us an calendar. inside look Underrated. into how these people get chosen because you choose whether you want to be somebody who goes on air or not 
Well, the Richard story is fucked up, Monique. I mean, he was chosen. They had this the Win Stuttering Johns contest. He won it, but he didn't win it by votes. He was chosen beforehand, and they they augmented his votes with these with this ice earth death metal thing. Chauncey said that he was chosen. Howard told him he chose him before the contest even started, and his whole thing was to be homoerotically obsessed with KC Armstrong. That's how mm-hmm. he got his foot in the door. He just he did all the uh, song they, parodies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so now he's actually just really disgusting. We've decided he's kind of one of the most vile guys on there, and oh. I want to do a whole Richard Christie. Yeah, they're, they're begging us for a Richard and Sally. They really are begging for us. So, uh, no, 700 clips. I know, we put more into this show than they put into the show. So it's 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 pretty freaking pathetic. I've put, I put more effort into the show getting here to be on this show than Howard puts in on <laughs> This is true. This is true. So let's let's talk about Richard and his disgusting things that he has eaten in the past. Yeah. And I have a comment. Yeah. So let's, go, let's, let's go with the first one. So when you serve the turtle, like I guess you slice it in like like what you do with a roast beef, like you kind of just have slivers, you know, and you, and then maybe some potatoes on the side or or some kind of fixins. Yeah, well, probably potatoes. That's right. But from what I remember, I think when it's in a crock pot, it's more like a pulled pork type consistency. He's talking about basically his father. I think yeah. went over a snapping turtle, so they took it home. Right, that's not weird. Did. I mean, that's oh, that's not weird. Oh, that's not weird. Oh, that's not. No, weird. it isn't. To me, that's not that's not weird. Eating snapping a snapping turtle is not weird. Turtle that you ran over is not weird. Oh, you ran over. All right, that's a little. That's borderline. Okay, how about this one? Let's go with this one. You know what one of the grossest things I ever ate was? Was a, a tongue, a bull tongue. That's delicious. <laughs> so I couldn't even yeah, bite through it. It was nasty. It looked like a giant tongue. It was the oh, weirdest oh, thing. Oh, oh, My grandma worry. made This from 2007, Monique? This is what, the 10th time I've heard this exact uh, conversation? Uh, tongue is phenomenal when it's it is. nice and slow and low oh, Xavier, Xavier we have had a conversation Delicious. about so your pedestrian eating habits you you, you have, have the buds of a 12 year old there's no See. fucking way you are going to tell me that you think that tongue is delicious tongue is delicious it's actually delicious it's who so has good. more eating it, arrested it works development if you don't know what, what meat you're eating Oh, yeah. who has more rest? Xavier. Beth or, Beth or Xavier. Beth. Z- Xavier. Xavier. For really? Sure. Only because I know him. But he eats, I know him. He eats yeah. traditional I food. That he doesn't eat now and laters and uh, Dorito sandwiches and sugar sandwiches. Right. Beth, uh, I know what this man eats on a daily basis. Right. I'm telling you that, that he he literally has the taste buds of a 12-year-old. Like he, that's that's yeah. pretty much where he stopped. His <laughs> I, I've been eating tongue <laughs> since I've been like five or four. It's delicious. Although I it will really say I did try sweetbreads and I loved it when I was in Argentina. Ah, oh, sweetbreads good stuff too. Oh, You've never been to like one of those uh what's the places those Texas meat places where they just keep bringing meat to you? And it always starts off with Brazilian. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Brazilian. Thank you. Thank you. They, it starts off with like would you would you like some, you know, like chicken? No, no, <laughs> some beef and then chicken. And then like later it's like we like some rabbit. Do you like some <laughs> hamster? How about some gooey? Yeah. How about gooey? It's like they keep it keeps just digressing as you go along, and you're like, yeah, sure. You have that little that little mm. card where it's red and green, 
Where as long as it's me, they just keep bringing you meat. Yes, 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 yes. Texas de Brazil. There you go. You know, there's a there's a there's a trick to eating at those places, as you know. You know, you can't go to the all you can eat salad bar. You can't. No, the bread. They want you to eat the bread. You can't eat the bread. You can't have the soup. You just have to wait for the meat. You have to know, and then you can't mix your meats, or else you'd be fucking sick for days on end. You know, it's like mixing alcohol. You shouldn't yeah. really mix your beef with your I pork, your chicken. It's not yeah. good for your system. Too stubborn. I agree. I went. I went to one in Barbados, believe it or not, and toward the end of the night, it was like, "Would you like five year old boy?" It's like <laughs> they just carved you a piece. You saw the same <laughs> one. The night, I was like, was it up there. Right? Like, big "Sure, party. why not? Why not?" <laughs> and then you pour, turn your thing over to red, and it's like, "No matter." Oh, I ne- you know what? I ne- never turned it over to red that night. Never. Okay, it's just it's, it's okay. I don't know about tongue. Uh oh, look at it. So me. good. It is so incredibly good. What's it's the just another muscle. What's the texture? It's it's a little tough. It's almost like a pulled it, meat kind of I guess. No, I don't know. No, it's no. slow cooked. It's solid. Yeah. It's slow cooking. You slice it thin. It's a tongue. And, yeah. It's literally this but part of your it's still delicious a piece of meat no, plus no, a whole thing. No, I know you oh, if so you didn't good. know what it was, you would and you, you would, ate you would it, love you would it. Think you would fucking awesome. I, I one thousand percent will 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 try anything once. I really will. And I'm not a. If I am. You don't know what it is. It. You would love it because the it's very tasty. It, it you know when it's cooked slow, it has nice. Te- it's tender. Oh my god! It's just the most most incredible thing ever. All this right, time. we'll see. Oh, yeah. fun. Oh my. It, so it looks good. it looks gross because it's a tongue, but it's, once it's cut up, it's like fucking oh, so good. Dennis, you're the, uh, you're the you're the Paul Newman of drunk driving. Welcome aboard. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, in, in Tijuana, they have like these ta- these tacos, street tacos. Yeah. Tacos de lengua are always one of the favorites. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tongue taco? Tongue taco. Tacos de yes. lengua. So Taco de lengua. Yeah. yeah. Like my mother, when That's I was a little girl. Italian. When I was a little girl in Williamsburg, Greenpoint, we used to go to this old Italian mafioso. Ah, Sunny Black. And at Milo's, my mother would order. I've told the story, and I think it's just the, the most disgusting thing in the world, and that's why I can't eat tongue. My mother used to order something called gabuzel, and it was half a goat's head. I mean, they literally just fucking cut the goat's head right in half and then roasted it hot in the fucking oven. With the eye, with the eye, like the, eye, the eyes aren't bad. The and, brain the tongue, and, the t- and my mother, you would think that she literally just got out of a, a you know, um, holding pen at a at a concentration camp. The way she fucking used to eat this thing. I'm and gonna we, eat ya. It was vile. It's actually the most disgusting thing I've ever the seen. The eyes are the best part. Actually, the eyes are the best part. The brain, oh, I'm not so big see, on. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Delicious. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't Wait, do it. Really? No, I did the cooey. I did the cooey in Ecuador, and that is Dude, as far as I will go. Cooey. The grossest thing yeah. ever is in Japan. They have these um, almost hatched eggs that they eat. The thousand-year-old eggs. Yeah, no, yeah. It's like it's like it's an egg, but it's got a bird inside of it. That's like it's not even like the yolk. It's, thousand, yeah, like, yeah, it's, fertilized, it's a fertilized egg. Yeah, yeah it's uh, yeah, where it's yes, it's a fertilized. They caught the eggs with the egg with legs. It's like really gross. Wow. Oh uh, no. That, that, that's no. That's a no. I, I won't eat that. That I draw the line. I tried this. Hold on. I will show you. And I've tried things. I've been to um I've been to good. Finland. I've tried reindeer. I've had whale. I've had puffin. 
I mean, I'm not Ooh, a, I'm not a shameful eater. I I will, I will anything. Okay, this is cooey. Okay, you need to study this. This is fucking. Oh yeah, guinea pig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guinea pig. Yeah, it's Look the only good yourself. use for them. They're pretty, they're pretty tasty. Look at it. Okay. Yeah, it's not wrong. I'm not wrong with that. I hate, <laughs> I hate send, guinea pigs. So send that picture to fine. Beth, Dennis, on Instagram. What? Okay, oh, so send a picture to Beth. So as we swing back around to Howard and discussing Richard, uh, the point of this whole story, and thank you, John, for actually bringing us back into, into the world. <laughs> let's go to let's go to, who hates us all. Let's go to this clip. Pig's <laughs> meat. Oh, it was and it's lit, it's a hoof, and you just chew the meat off of oh, this. Oh, so good! Like an animal. Yeah, it was yeah. in a big jar, a pickled jar. Oh, and and uh, it still had nails and all that. It was <laughs> no, like, yeah, from what no. I remember, it's just a hoof with oh. a white hoof with white meat on the side of it. Okay, so you guys are reading into exactly what I'm going to say right now. Who the fuck was crying two days ago about a goddamn pig that was going to slaughter oh, because God, some stupid so right. fucking family yep. down in Palm Beach wanted, Amen. you know, a rent a pig so that they can put a fucking tutu on it and put it on Instagram? Preach, sister. Who's, who's chuckle heartily, heartily ah, about fucking ah, pig's feet now? He called the CEO. He two minutes CEO. ago, you were crying your eyes about <laughs> poor Bella the fucking pig. And now oh, everything's delicious. a fucking chuckle. It's just a hoof with <laughs> a white hoof with white meat on the side of it. Where's the histrionic hussy now storming the, the radio show? Still sleeping? Discretiad. Great point, Monique. The next day, the hypocrisy comes out. The next day. This isn't like, you know, two months later. This is the yeah. next day. So, shits on Beth. So, oh, Bella the funny. pig, not funny. Pig's feet, funny. Yeah. Hysterical. Okay, I get exactly. it. And, and they're in flyover states, too, Dennis. Those pigs don't count. <laughs> right? Kansas I, pigs I don't pig count. Feet in New York. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about in Howard's eyes. The family state, didn't pay $4,500, which probably equals out to like $15 a pound, where pork yeah, goes for like $1.99 these days. Count. They got ripped off, too. You know, that's well, a lot of good. happening all the way to the bacon. Good. Yeah, good. Good. Fuck it. Okay. So they're let's good. move on. Um, this was like a really, I'm sorry. What did you just say? <laughs> I'm sorry. They're good. 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 They are very good. They're good. 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 We should make a song out of that. Bon Jovi, are you here? I thought I saw well, you. He's in the Hamptons and that, Monique. Kind of mash them together. Uh, oh, my God. I, I, I really. I feel son. They're good. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Let's, let's be they're honest. For the, for the right pair of shoes, Beth would throw that pig into a jet engine. In a oh, my God. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, a red carpet. Or to go to the Met Gala. Exactly. That yes. Going to Met Gala. Leave Kylie Jenner did with the fucking stuffed um, exactly. lion head. She would literally put Bella's fucking pig head. Do it for me. For me. 
do it That's for so me. good, Dennis. Save hey. these two swines or front row seats at the Met Gala. She would do it for the right DDLG outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going anywhere. I'm, okay, I'm going to put it out there. There will be a DDLG reference on every show you until love. Christmas. Yeah, you've break. mastered DDLG humor DDLG? already. DDLG. I ain't going anywhere. I wrote it down just so that we wouldn't forget it. Oh, you have to write. I wrote it down. I hear it right in my brain. That's my brain. My brain. Okay, so DLG. move on a little bit. Creepy oh, mother. Aussies really eat grew tongue. Ooh, do they? I don't Farm, know. Are you here? I know nothing about Australia except that it's up down there. Oh, Lauren Marie, it's okay to be a pescatarian. Um, let me ask you a question. So, would a pescatarian eat crustaceans, or is it just um, fish? I'm just Lives curious. In the about ocean. That. There's no face. I know, but you know, in the Jewish religion, as you know, most people because they are um, they are bottom feeders are, right, they are not allowed that. to eat lobster, which makes them Lauren, eat more Lauren delicious. Is a very independent thinker, Monique. She walks to her own drummer. She's very valued in the deepening communities with her ninth gate knowledge. She truly is. There you go. A very eccentric broad. Yeah. I never want to so, see the face of something that I'm going to eat. I, I don't care. I don't. Oh, you know I, what, though? We do need a DDLGT. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to make one. And, and put Beefus's face on it. No, I can't do, do that. You can't do that. You can't put Beefus's <laughs> no. face on it. <laughs> we, 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 I mean, come on. We make like five bucks a year, man. We're going to be sued into oblivion. Cockroaches in the sea. You know what? Once I realized what assholes lobsters are, I have no they like, they, oh my God, they're such. Yeah. Well, Boil them alive, baby. Boil them alive. People think they put the the little rubber bands under claws to so they won't bite you or pinch you. They they do that so they don't eat each other while they're in that little holding. Yes, that's true. Right. You, know, you know what? You know who loves lobster more than us? Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> they're disgusting, but they're delicious. They're delicious and disgusting all the time. I want to put rubber bands butter. on Beth's hands. Both things, both things can be true at the same time, right, Savior? Yes, um, exactly. Okay, eating pickled pigs. I'm a lobstertarian. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, Mo, you, you know who loves around. lobster? Who? The Toltecs. Oh, <laughs> 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 that's the other thing. There'll be a Toltec reference from now until Christmas. <laughs> you won't see it coming, but it'll be. You, there. Got, you got praise from Michael Frazier for the Ben wow. reference yesterday. Uh, wow. Oh, I'm. Sw- I have to put my air conditioning on. I'm, I'm hot now. I'm Don't worry, the front's coming. You're gonna get rain real soon. Don't worry. I I saw. I saw that it's gonna be. It was, um, it was nasty. I, I was saw driving. that tomorrow is going to be 53. Oh, 48 on Friday. Right, hold on. I got. I got to put the A on. See on how much. We were. Uh, we were. We went down the rabbit hole. Battlestar Galactica in 1978. Oh my and god. We all found it. And we used Toltecs as a. Reference in the beginning of the monologue. Some believe. Oh, I, I love that. That was so good. That was... Oh, my Dirk Benedict over here. Exactly. Nice. <laughs> you know, I was telling Mo um, recently that he was. A I mean, I was like a little, little, little kid when that show was on, and those guys were like gods to me. Then later, oh, yeah. as an adult, see them in in line for fucking pretzels at fucking Comic Con was kind of depressing. I thought it was a very good looking show for 1970. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. just sad to see Lauren Green. That was like it for him. With that, yeah, yeah, you know, huh? yeah. 
can I play that? Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to play the. No, nah, they'll they'll kick it. They'll it's kick the so show. Funny off. because he. he oh, decides... G. Cannon is upset that we have to run AC down here. Oh, well, too bad. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it was eighty. It was eighty-four today. I laid out in the sun. It was great. <laughs> so yeah, I bought this stupid papusa chair or whatever the fuck they're called. But <laughs> I can't really, I can't really sit outside you, because the noceums kill me. So I sit in this papusa chair. Papusa? Okay. It's a, just a round chair. <laughs> with a round and it was just so delicious outside, wasn't it today, Dennis? It was, it was, it was warm. It was nice. It was really out in the warm. sun. It was good. It was, it was just nice. really nice. It's yeah. good. It's 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 good. They're good. They're good. They're good. They're good. I'm not doing it. Okay. So <laughs> let's go on. This was like a weird exchange. So they went on for like 40 minutes <laughs> about the Bengals and a papusa papusa chair. Papusa. It's a pussy chair. Yes, of course. Mooney, please tell me he's mispronouncing Bengals again. Please, I just can't get it for three hours. What do you know? It's even, a no, but comical it was, genius. It's it was so reductive. Weird, it was a weird exchange. So just hear, just hear this for a second. Oh, very funny, Benjamin. It's uh, just hear this for a second and tell me what you think. Here we go. I love it. All right, JD. Uh, good luck with your Bengals, Richard. Good luck Thank with you. your uh, yeah. Who knows? Good luck, with Chiefs. Bengals. <laughs> go Chiefs. Go Bengals. Bingo. You know, this is the whole exchange, and there is I didn't do anything different to this clip. Bengals. 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 Cincinnati. Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals. That's how Walk you say like it. Bengals. Like yeah. Susanna Hoffs. Bengals. Bengals. Thanks, guys. Um, holy shit! Holy shit! Are you gonna get? Are you gonna buy that? Oh, the phone. Gonna... What is wrong with you, Millennium Tower skeleton? He really yeah, is a resident suit. at the Millennium I want, Tower. I need to clean my driveway. <laughs> Moni, this is the DDLG kitten bathing suit and lunch. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> You motherfucker! I'm gonna order it right I, now. I think Millennial Tower's about to get refused to ex uh, accept a donation in his email. I am going to order that fucking kitten bathing suit. Ooh, I can't wait. <laughs> 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 I am doing it. You are so fucking funny. That is amazing. Um, yeah, okay. You know, it's so funny. I was talking to Xavier. I was like, you know, I was surprised that the guys never did, didn't come through to do like the donation so that I would buy yeah. the thing. So he's like, well, you know, it's a good thing, don't you think? I'm like, yeah, it's a really good thing. So now I don't have to buy it. And then fucking Millennium Tower Skeleton bastard. What a I bet he's related to the Toltec. It's a she, it's a she, it's a That's she. It's a Same thing. MTS is a she. Thank you. And I'm gonna buy it. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I should look and see if they have DDLG uh bathing suits. Gary Puppet, yes, Susanna Hoffs couldn't age any better. The 60 has never looked better than Susanna. 60, this whatever she great. Is, great. <laughs> I need to take up a collection so Mo can get the hat too. Yeah, no, see, that's where I draw the line. That's it's gonna be one of those things I would I will absolutely I will I would absolutely wear a black bathing suit that says kitten on it, even though I don't like cats but okay oh sweet mo camel toe okay 
Oh, you're what all you, what being you really close now, so stop it. Right. It'll be great when I get to wear it and clean my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to upset my neighbors. I don't want. It's a visual I, I don't want. Let's don't put Dennis want. in a bikini and have him hooves on his driveway. <laughs> I can lose about 40 pounds. You know, I really do wish there was like an Ethiopian contingent here selling like fake stuff on the street because I would buy those gigantic sunglasses, but I refuse yeah. to pay retail for that. You know, that's one of those things that I would never wear ergo. It's it's just not going to happen. Yeah, I can't find any places that sell the uh, image. Oh my God, you got it, Linda. <laughs> Stop. Her, whole knee, Stop. her whole knee would be hanging out. My whole ass would be hanging out. I'm definitely going to wear it. I'm definitely going to buy it. I will let you all know when it has. We'll I'm going to put it on my Instagram. Yes, I, I will do exactly that. By the way, we're, um, but make I don't sure have you, uh, check hat. out our store with a, our gunk uh, lotion I don't before this happens. <laughs> <laughs> all proceeds go to me. <laughs> this is for the black kitten, but for Dennis. <laughs> uh, it's a TJ Maxx bikini, Dennis. There you go. <laughs> oh, this is so funny. I'm so scared for myself. Kirkland two piece. I'm so scared for myself. Thank God it's a one piece. I'm not tan. My stomach is not tan. I've not been out in the sun at all. Nice. Okay. Um, but so my now, ass isn't tan, so <laughs> let's talk about uh, Howard. And his scary knowledge of music. And this was so stupid. Uh, more embarrassing shit coming up. Uh, I don't really know the song but that he was talking about. Oh, Target has them? Okay, Chaka. Okay, I will then do that. I can actually wear them for my Ilaria Baldwin uh, thing too. Because she's wearing some stupid friggin' gigantic uh, sunglasses now too. Um, yes, of course I'm going to wear it for the show, silly. This, it's all about the show. I, I'll post it on Instagram, but I'll wear it for the show. Ooh. Silly. Silly. Ooh la la. Let's listen to this clip about him and music. Here we go. He loves Patti Smith's version of his song. He oh, loves that. He wrote Springsteen. that for her, as far as I can remember. No, he did not. No, he wrote he it, didn't. and um, no, he what happened was that... That music producer dude heard it and gave it's it to Patty. Bruce was gracious. And like, gracious. I think Bruce kind of like Manfred Man's Earth Band's version of, uh, what is it, Gary? I'm blinded by the light. I'm almost sure that Bruce had written the chorus, but he had no verses. That's right. Patty wrote the, and Patty wrote the verses. That's right. He didn't write it for Patty, though. He had this thing. This and the, then, uh, the what's the guy's name who was the yeah, person? Jimmy Iovine. Jimmy Iovine said, hey. Bruce, you mind if I give Idiot. this to Patty and let her? And he goes, yeah, let her finish it. Listen, I'm like Casey Kasem Jr. over here. Nobody challenged me. So I Don't challenge him because somebody wrote it for him. Wait, there was an F. Mary Kelly wanted to do. Oh, oh, was it was it the Howard, Donnie Moss, or uh, it was Happy Foxy. Days. Go, Dennis, while I, while I ponder this. The um, In the background, they were playing Typo Negative, Spinnerman uh, yes. Girl. Which right. he, and then he talks about Bruce Springsteen. Well, but typo negative is a thousand times more interesting than Bruce Springsteen. It's just, uh, because Bruce Christ. Springsteen is part of the Beatles thing that we discussed yesterday, yeah. where I know, there's I know. nothing needed to be learned about Bruce Springsteen anymore. No, like, typo weird. negative, absolutely cool. Saw them at Guavuine in Tampa. Did fun you? Band. Yes, I did for, for five bucks. Yeah, they were, they were fun, man. Five. Such a happy band. 
big fucking spender. Is there anything worse than Gary bum rushing the studio anytime musical nerd facts come in? What do you mean rushing the studio? You mean turning the studio? Mike? I saw him on. I saw him I saw Scrooge Pelletti with Ron Ron Howard, Donnie Most, and Sam Williams. Donnie Most is the ginger. And Sam Williams is dark hair. Ron Howard is the ginger. Ooh, this is not good. Laura Marie has taste. She likes type of. Okay. I would fuck Anson Williams. I would kill Donnie Most, and I would marry Ron Howard. Absolutely, <laughs> there's the right choice. That's yes, right he's choice. a famous director That's now. The right so. That's the right choice. All right, here we go. So next up is one, one of the best, one of the best jokes ever. Oh, you got there freeze. Uh oh, froze. You did freeze. You did freeze. Okay, I'm gonna move on. So move on. <laughs> I froze. Oh my goodness. There are people actually thanking their 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 speakers right now because of that. You know that, right? You're so well, you're the so... joke was uh what? Uh, Ralph Moff's dad was a eye doctor. Dentist. He goes, hey, oh, is it eye the other day Dentist. I fell into my lens grinder and made a spectacle of myself. Oh yeah, is he wanted to be a oh. comedian, right? They used to tell knock knock jokes to each other, Ralph's dad, Ralph's dad. <laughs> That's kind of like the dentist. It was funny when I was a kid. Yeah, no, okay. that was that was very funny. I'll shut up now. Uh, YouTube's gonna go crazy on us now. Eject, eject, <laughs> ejected. Okay, so then he wanted to let us know about what's coming up next week, and uh, and so now we can probably say with certainty, hundred twelve percent, hundred eleven can now be hundred and twelve. Because he was right, is not going to be in next week. Here we go couple of things here I wanted to get to. First of all, this is just a programming note. There's going to be a special. I don't know who keeps track of this shit, but this is crazy. I never would have kept track of this. Marcy. But, uh, here it is. Uh, this month marks writer Benji Bronx's 25th anniversary of working on our show. Yay! Wow, who knew? 25 years? Who gives a, who gives a fuck? 25 years. Benji Bronx. 25 years. And I guess we're going to celebrate on Howard 101. Yeah, so... But you know what? You know what's so bizarre? He ran through the entire bit uh, of what they're going to be playing. I mean, literally, he played almost everything. Absolutely. And never said that it was yep. going to be on Monday. Yeah, well, that's true. That's, I was thinking the same thing, Dennis. He does not, he's not actually saying I'm going on vacation. He can't actually say those words. There's no. never full transparency. It's always no. like, tease the special, but I'm not saying I'm going away next week. He can't actually say now that. Now, the theory away. is. He's, in, he's a, already away. Or but whatever the, theory, the hell, you know, I'm off. Yeah, I know, going on vacation nowhere. But the theory is, around the campfire, is that it may be two weeks because Manskin is coming in the week after. No, weekend. Doing the thing weekend. The Friday. The week after. It's a weekend. It's the weekend well, of the Grammys. It's right. It's Saturday. They're not playing next Saturday. Week, the week after next is when they're coming in. It'd be February. They're not coming in. They're doing a thing. Well, with... they're doing whatever the bullshit is. They're doing a concert bullshit but, on but, but it's not a live co they're doing a thing no, for, what's the other guy's name what's that guy's name tom morello yeah tom morello. they're doing a thing with tom morello and then um they are broadcasting it on 101 right so it's but not it's even not like it's a thing it's not it's not february 4th 
No, it's February 3rd. It's February 10th that's happening. Where's the, the, the talk is around which table, Dennis? It's, it's it a was during, during the, uh, during the uh, thread this morning, there was discussion, and it actually makes sense because he's going to have another special the week after. Maybe he won't be in. It could be a possibility. It takes two weeks off. So because these freaks are doing a one-hour show, that's enough reason for him to not come in the following Monday? Yes. You got to remember what we're talking about. We're talking about a pelican. I know. I, I, you know what? I know that. That's you actually. Don't, you don't think it's too much to ask that we have paying subscribers that he actually says when he's off and just no. fully articulate. Oh no, you got to guess. Can you believe? Got to guess? Oh, you're so mysterious, guess. Howard. When are you off? Oh my God, we'll tune in. Tell us what your ratings. Are. You think, he, what was his reason? He thinks we're going to tune in because he wants to. We're going to be fooled by the, the start of it. Uh, whatever his rationale was. I, I mean, look at the day after MLK Day. He just shows up on air like. Like oh, he's no having one, a fill-in host, Dennis. You didn't hear? Next no, week? no one's, no <laughs> yeah, one's so. expecting it. No one gave a Artie's shit. Artie's filling in next week. They are, having, yeah. they are having a guest host for the Benji thing. We'll come to that just in, in a little while. Let me move on a little bit because we have a lot of clips Hang on. to get to. Yes, Gary Puppet. We're, let's make that happen. What? Has it happened yet? The, the Super Bowl squares. Oh, my God. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, Gary yes, and I talked today. Gary Puppet will be in charge of the Super Bowl squares this year like he was, and he did a fabulous job with it last year. And you guys were amazing because the people who participated came to RadioGunk.com. It doesn't cost anything to participate, but so many of you donated money towards the squares. And people actually got really, really good. I think the top prizes, I think it was like 250 250 Maybe it was like, I think yeah. it was like, 50, 100, 150, 200, or even more than that. I think we wound up uh, we wound up collecting like a thousand dollars. We gave away a lot of money <laughs> for the for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I didn't get dick. Hey, listen, you know what? It was free to join, and neither of you put money into the Super Bowl pool. Okay, yeah, I've, so. give, I've oh, donated before, so <laughs> I, I give up my time. I give up a lot of time. We pay you in clips. Exactly. So, um... <laughs> yeah, Autobot nailed that. He's really on a permanent staycation, isn't he? Isn't this what this life yeah, is? Literally, like that Aerosmith life. album. Permanent staycation. That's exactly yeah, what it is. That is exactly right. What it's set up. Exactly right. So there is not a suggested price. Basically, what it is is some people donate fifty, some people donate ten. We don't want it to be something where anybody is obligated to do anything. That's always the way we've rolled. You know, there's there's no price to pay for being. Uh, part of the gunk world so we want people to be able to enjoy the the fruits of our fucking labor and you know people contribute if they want to and if they don't that's okay too it's really okay all right so let's go on a little bit and segue into the you know it's so stupid so right they're doing this whole benji thing and it's so weird how every single game that they have now is just something he plays with robin like there's no other conversation anymore no comedians. No. There's no funny. It's just like, okay, well, let's segue into Benji and let's play a game. Benji's late for lots of things, and he's always he always has an excuse. In fact, he's been late to so many things. Look how horrible this he's late is. for lots of things, and he's always he always has an excuse. In fact, he's been late to so many things that we created a game around it. Let's see how oh, really? you do, Robin. Yeah, okay. to celebrate uh, Benji's 25th anniversary, let's play. What was Benji's excuse? 
Hi, everybody. I'm Howard Stern. Let's play what was Ben. Hi, everybody. I'm Howard Stern. Making a game out of this because then it only encourages bad behavior. I mean, this is literally what he's doing. Seventy writers. And they give a piece of paper and he's reading like a retard. And and those 70 writers are so brilliant that they also came up with a um, an amazing, amazing, amazing song. Oh. Well, Benji, what do we do now? Oh. Don't be late. Don't, 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 don't be late. I don't know what to do with you. Don't be late. Don't be late. Seventy wow, 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 people. Wow, you're late. What do you think I should do? Oh. Uh, yeah, this is song. Okay. Jesus you got to put that beat to. You got to put that beat to. They're good. They're good. They're good. And I want to feel the sun. They're good. They're good. They're good. They're good. They're good. God, I hate him so much. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, 70 writers came up with that. Benji, That's Benji, your Benji. Z morning zoo at work, Affy. That's what that is. Don't, that is don't lower insult. than a Z morning zoo. Don't insult Z morning zoo. I know. You're right. right. Know, Dennis, the whole team's got Shannon. So. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry, but Shannon actually made a product that actually was usually fresh. And, and you knew when it was going to be on. And it was entertaining and got you through the day. This is um, not any of those. This is this is awful. You know, I never really listened to radio with any frequency whatsoever, other than Howard Stern. No lie. Well, like, same never here. Really... Same here. Same here. But from what I heard, it was much better than this. I mean, considerably better than this. And insulting Z morning zoos with this, not right. No. Well, at no. least okay. they're honest right. about their corn them. These these morning zoos, they're not trying yeah, really. to be edgy. They don't think they're edgy. They don't put it out like they, they are. Know exactly they know exactly who they are. They know exactly who they are. Understood yes. the assignment, and they knew what they needed to do to just segue you into songs, and because that's really what they were. Yes, it was a Z morning zoo, but they played music. You know, yes. so it was kind of like a mix of talk show and funny right. and bits and music. But first and foremost, it was music. We're not yeah. clashing with the FCC. This is easily digestible bullshit for people who don't want to be rattled. Here you go. We know what we are. But, you know, the brilliance. See, this is the brilliance of, of Shannon is that he made a formula and he sold that formula to many different stations across the United States. And Dennis, he owned really right. such a Rocky Dennis file. That's I know, right? Rocky Dennis. He's got a whole thing going on there. You love Scott Shannon. Look at this. But no, it's just he's in in, in radio terms, he's actually a genius because he created an entire format that he owned and sold. Yeah. Unlike the clown that is behind me. Dennis Scott. (laughs) Dennis Scott and Todd sitting in a tree. There's a tree on my house. He actually started in Tampa to be. Oh, I thought he was from St. Louis. No, he started in Tampa. Oh my God, thirty clips. Let's go. So, um, here thirty more. Benji, no, 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 no. So Benji, uh, the chick who does the Ivana Trump. Oh uh, God, something or other. And starts talking about how Benji. Hey, what happened? Well, he starts talking about how Benji was late for her father's funeral. And whilst she was happy that he actually showed up, um, they thought it was like a part of his narcissism to be late 
so that everybody will notice him coming in. So as they're kind of beating up on him about this, um, he does this little subtle dig that I don't think either Ben, uh, Ben, either uh, Howard or Robin actually heard. But uh, here it is. Her dad loved her being on the show and how much he loved the show and how much how he was so oh, Benji, knock himself. it off. It's so disrespectful. But, no, you're right. I should have been on time like you and Robin. Ah. Yeah, right. you should be on time. You could. He meant basically to the funeral as if you guys fucking went, but I did. That's yeah. I think what the dig was. I never hold a real job. Hey, did you yikes. did you think I wasn't going to find out, Benji? I mean, I never really thought we were going to be talking about this, but. And again, I'm very grateful that you came. That was very, very sweet. And you and I have had very nice conversations. But it was sweet, but I mean, don't be late. You know? So, of course, they ran with this for a little while. And, of course, you know, you get into the uh, vortex that is Benji. Yeah. Um, and then you have to kind of start psychoanalyzing Benji. And, of course, that always leads to some uh, some form of father hunger. That's just the way it works. So, yes, Dennis. So, how's he football there, like? You know, I, we all hate the wig, but there's no way that Scott Shannon is more successful. In radio eyes, Shannon is more successful than Howard. It Howard depends is done. How you deem success. It depends your definition Howard is of... finished as a radio person 20 years ago. He's finished 20 years ago. Shannon still has Z Morning Zoos going on all over the United States. So tell me who's more successful. The dinosaur that no longer anybody knows is on the radio or the guy that has the formats that still work. Because that Z okay. Zoo still okay, works. John? Okay, What's John. That? Okay. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's I think it's all arbitrary what your definition of success is. Some might say okay. Howard has no accountability. He has no human resources. He can do. He is no. He's not subjected he's to no ratings. Listeners. And well, I mean, we we don't. I mean, his his no, game he was no that he he doesn't have to acknowledge his listeners. That was he's his done. game. He he considers that success because he he's has got no a accountability. payday, but. But creatively, he has nothing anymore. He he is literally a footnote at this point. That's somebody that was on the radio up to 2005. No one oh, knows where he is. You're out of your fucking mind. All right. I can go to 100 people right now and ask them about Howard Stern. They would stare at me. They're, oh, yeah, he used to be on or the radio. Scott Shannon? In terms of Scott Shannon, they would go, oh, yeah, he was Notoriety? the zoo guy. They, literally, the, two, the difference between the two is immense at this point. Because um, Shannon's legacy lives in that Z Morning Zoo. Howard is now a dinosaur that went to Sirius for a payday. That is no longer exist. He no longer exists in anybody's consciousness because he's behind the $9 a month paywall. So you tell me. I'm just I, saying we, that. We'd have to poll every radio listener, Dennis, in the United States to tell them what the national in order to Oh my God, look at what Carlos here Alpha says. And he's exactly right. 30... <laughs> 30 MF clips. So let's move on and go to Benji's father hunger for that. He never got the proper attention as a child that he needed and that he wasn't looked upon with any kind of, um, that's not true. Oh, I know it's true. You're, you did not, you are a hungry. Why do you think you overeat? Why do you think you're late? You want attention so bad. You want people to focus on you so badly. You must have explored this with your therapist. Are you scared uh, shitless now? Okay. Sorry to the next clip um as john loves to remind <laughs> us on a consistent basis yep benji's sister is named robin bronk and she is part of the creative coalition she's actually the ceo 
of right. the creative coalition. So she's the head muckety muck. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Which is the leading national nonprofit, nonpartisan social and public advocacy organization of the arts and entertainment industry. As CEO, Brunk is dedicated to educating, mobilizing, and activating the entertainment industry and arts community on issues of public importance, particularly the First Amendment, arts advocacy, arts and education, and media literacy. Since being appointed to the position April 2010, where she's been there a while, she has exponentially grown the Creative Coalition's operating budget by designing and instituting corporate sponsorship programs, muckety-muck, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. Jesus. blah, blah, blah. Mm. Go down to HBO. So <laughs> she's an author and public speaker, produced a feature film airing on Showtime called Pollywood. What? Um, directed by Academy Award winner Barry Levinson. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah. She's produced several award-winning public service announcement campaigns, served as spokesperson for a creative frequent speaker, blah, blah, blah. She's been featured in the Times, Wall Street Journal. So she's a big fucking shot. Hillary Clinton campaigns. I don't know where that's written in there, but it's... Prior to her appointment, Brock served as vice president of corporate community strategies for APCO Worldwide Independent. This is how you're a Benji and you last on this show. She funnels guests to the show. I actually asked... Elisa Giordano one time before we did just before we did our show I got on her show and I called in and they cut me off because I was bringing up Benji's sister and um, I got her to admit that Benji's sister funnels guests to the show you oh, know, it's so funny no when you look at shit like this and that people actually have jobs where they're CEOs of companies that yeah, I, A, never heard of B, don't know anything about anything that they have ever done all these different mentorships, teachers yeah. making a difference, Capitol Hill leader advisory, all these fucking circle jerk groups of shit where mm-hmm. people literally just fucking talk to hear themselves talk. I hate fucking meetings. I hate coalitions. <laughs> I think it's just such. Yeah, if you want to sound important, like, just throw coalition at the end of your name. That's really Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Just put co- I'm a, oh. the arm coalition. Seriously, fuck off with all of this shit. It's, it's like, like she took her LinkedIn and just wrote it in long form <laughs> and just paragraphed it out. It's, it's absolutely well, I mean, the thing is, she can kind of do this. She is a CEO, so she can do oh, that whole big bullshit. Yes, yes, yeah. that's her job. I get it. But this but is how know. Benji has the, the tribe, football John connection. Yeah. This is how Benji survives on this show. I, I, I say it all the time. I don't know how he gets a pass. The worst times of the Stern show are with him at the head writer. I I, I judge everything shitty out of Howard's mouth coming from him. Robin, if you hear him on the Robin air, if there's no other way to connect it. He's the worst. There's a couple but of Robin decent Bronx, pranks he did. What, the, what then? But Robin yeah, well, Bronx, I mean, it's, is, mine, that, yeah, yeah. is that protective shield? I, you know, you guys keep saying this, but for some reason, I feel like okay. So we're going to talk about that now, though. He because... also would write a book, Monique, if if he absolutely. got whacked. He'd be the first guy to to capitalize on the book. We all want. oh, absolutely. But you know, he, he has a he makes a he makes a decent living being on the Stern Show. Benji's salary, Dennis, is probably one of the most contemplated thing right. by our circles in terms of uh, oh, what does Benji it always comes up? We kind of know we know what Howard makes. We kind of know what Robin makes. We kind of know what Fred makes. We kind of know what Gary makes. Benji's salary is always the one. Didn't we? Didn't we figure it was like three hundred or like two hundred, three hundred somewhere? It was actually real money. You could ask Sabian, maybe Monique. You live at the fucking Y, like seriously. He's just weird. He thinks he's Andy Kaufman. He wants to do weird shit. Yes, it's just so bizarre. 
He's, he's very bizarre. I hate his shtick. I hate everything about who he is and what he contributes to the I mean, show. Look how much money he was giving to Lisa Giordano. I mean, shit, he was paying a rent. I, have, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, seriously. He was. I know, I know. I have I stories. Know. I have stories. Okay, um, so let's talk about Howard never fires anyone. I really did love this clip. This is probably my oh, clip Jesus. of the night. So let's talk about this really quickly. Are you I mean, scared no. shitless now about being late again? Like, like when I wake up no. in the morning, I have three alarms and I'm like, if I see one, I'm like shitting them myself. All. He's not. No, you know I've why actually... he's not scared about being late? I'm going to tell you why. I'm the problem. I don't blame Benji. for this. Mm. I'm the kind of boss that puts up with a lot of shit. <laughs> I am. I feel bad for people. I don't like firing people. I'm not, you know, all the years I've been doing radio, you could count on one hand the amount of people we, you know, we had to say goodbye to. Scott, Shuley, Brent. Yeah. Lisa G. Yep. The whole. The entire, the the whole, entire Howard the entire, TV. Howard TV. <laughs> We're genuinely talented in some respects. Um, who else we got? Who else we got? Uh, KC. KC. They fired, they fired KC. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. You said Artie, right? Artie, Sorry. Artie, Artie got fired. Yeah, he got fired. <laughs> Artie got fired. The crone, yeah, so yes, the crone. One hand. Yes. Okay, so yeah, sure. Let's continue. Let's continue. Hold on. Let me move back just a little bit. So By can... the way, this show, Monique, has no reason to be time sensitive. There's nothing yeah. about this no, show that needs no, to be live, no needs to be on time, needs to be evergreen radio. Like, That's right. Never like, right. Hang on firing people i'm not you know all the years i've been doing radio you could count on one hand the amount of people we, you know, we had to say goodbye to because it just i feel horrible when somebody loses the ability to feed themselves and to to put a roof over their head are you fucking kidding me so you really are that hubristic that you think that you're the only job that a human being can get so, so, I mean, okay, Brent, yeah, the same you know, reason, if, if, I look at Brent, I look at Julie, I get that, but that's on-air people. But Autobot's got the best one, Monique, Tim Sabian. It's a genuine firing. So, he got yeah. fired when he announced his dad was sick. I'll, I'll, that's the most bring, inhumane one, maybe, out of all of them. Can, yes. can I bring this up to Richie Wilson next time we see him? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Billy yeah. West, Billy West got bad. suffocated out of there, Rupert. Billy West, the story with Billy was, I can't afford New York. Give me a little raise. And Howard easily could have said yes. And he was jealous of Billy's popularity and talent on the show. And he had him suffocated off the show. Yep. So he, technically, they kind of smoked him out. <laughs> Benjamin says, has anyone told Bond that we have a ra- as a race have discovered fire? <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin's the actual Benji we want right to put a roof over their head so (laughs) Benji knows this and then he looks at me with those meatball eyes and he goes (laughs) oh Howard you know I know I messed up and I know so you're basically admitting that you're a pussy but here it continues in the next clip and and so were we not talking about sharks and feeder shark like things that suck off of the the yeah, shark. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we were just talking about that yesterday. Feeder. We were just curious that he would say this is. Uh, you know, I know I messed up, and I know, and I and I, I fall for it every time. So it is not Benji's fault. I'm the bad mm-hmm. parent. I'm the one who doesn't discipline him, and um, I'm a sucker. I know I'm a sucker, and he is a um, he is a shark, and he knows his, he knows a victim when he sees one, and he takes full advantage of it. Listen, right. I know, now, I know is, there are this sharks. This is going the way you said it was going to go. I told you this was a bad idea. idea. It was. I- 
So, yeah. So, of course, it goes into a whole Benji thing and why are they having a show for his 25 years of being on the show and he basically should have been fired. So then he goes on to promote it in the weirdest uh, wording. Hang on. And in fact, I want to give a shout out. A big, big movie star and television star is going to be hosting. Uh, Michael Rappaport will co-host ah. the episodes. <laughs> Why are you covering Benji's acting career and Man on the Street antics. And uh, also John Stamos. Gorgeous John Stamos recorded a tribute to Benji's 25th anniversary. Gorgeous John Gorgeous. Stamos. Are they paying these guys for this? I, I, as, as shit on Michael Rappaport, he's kind of a joke, and maybe we all kind of. He's he has actually had a great film career. He's been in a ton of stuff of, of film, but he's actually turned himself into some wigger joke. But he has a far better career than say Howard does in film but or TV. Beautiful, beautiful. Or Stamos. Stamos, beautiful Stamos. Yeah. Beautiful Stamos. Uh, what are they paying? Pay? The, what do you suppose they pay these guys for this shit? There's no way they're they doing do. it. What? I don't think they do. They, they, they just go on super because, fandom. Because the thought is that you need me more than I need you. And I... therefore, you should be happy what? that we would even ask yeah, what's you What's John do Stamos doing right now? Absolutely nothing. Playing drums for the Beach Boys on yeah, like... I mean, yeah. Would you, know? you suspect John Stamos is a bigger entity than Howard is? No. Yeah, yeah I, I totally think he is. Oh, 100, 100, 100 yes. I don't think so. Yes, you he is. I don't think John Stamos thinks so. You don't think but, that's, but other, that's the key, Monique? Know. Yes, 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 yes. Monique nailed it. The key is Stamos doesn't think so. He's yeah, right. But I can go to a bar and ask, "Do you know who John Stamos is? Do you know who Howard Stern is?" P people know who John Stamos is. Yeah, definitely. Everybody's you know, going to do. I swear to God, as soon as I'm back in New York, I'm going to do Man on the Street, and I'm going to ask people why in New York. Well, because okay, I could do it here. I can exactly. do it in Florida. Talk yeah, but there's a lot of oh, the cockas down here. They don't really know from Howard Stern. They're, that's the age group that he freaking, he's going towards. They're in between. <laughs> They're Jesus all Christ, so he hasn't old. been relevant in 20 years. They're all so old. I haven't. Brought, I know for me, I haven't brought him up in the general public for years. I, I will I never. To I used to. I just won't ever talk about it. I haven't. Okay, 30 clips, years. 30 clips. So let's talk Ooh. about Pam. And so now Pamela Anderson Burps. is coming in. So yay. Yay, Pamela. Um, so she walks into the studio, I guess, at Sirius in Los Angeles. Uh, she came in around nine. She did not do a two-hour interview. She was done by around 10, hmm. 5, 10, 15, something like that. And then he went to Ralph for a little while, and then he kicked out of the show. So that's kind of the way it went. Hello there, uh, Xavier. We're just about to get to Pamela Anderson. So Pamela. Pamela Anderson. Pamela. So let me get rid of that like and subscribe. It's really bothering me right this second. <laughs> Any of you that are listening, please don't forget to like and subscribe and hit the little bell thingy so that you know when we're having another show. Okay. All right. So let's. Uh, oh, bye, Xavier. Oh, hi, Xavier. Hi, Xavier. Hi, Xavier. Bye. Bye, Xavier. Hi, Xavier. Yes, John okay. Doe. Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee have distributed hep C to the, all of Southern California. Yes, so we were talking about the whole Pamela, um, Tommy Lee thing. And yes. 
And how, uh, you know, the Pamela Anderson sex tape, which is something that pretty much everybody remembers about Pamela Anderson. It's about the only thing I remember about her. It's not sort of that dissimilar to the Kim Kardashian sex tape, except for the fact that it was legitimately stolen from them. Yes. Yes. That is the, and and Kim was completely manufactured and manipulated. Yes. Um, so that was like a, a, a big embarrassing horrible part of her life and they couldn't capitalize on it in any and other way to knock them right again right. so that was kind of like the running theme of this interview is the of fact course. that sadly because she was young naive stupid and married fucking horribly that she never really was able to capitalize fully as she should have she should have been a much wealthier woman which basically. makes Howard very happy because, as you know, he browbeats his guests just to right. make sure he has more so, money than them in very, very clever ways. And she even said that her Barbie doll, because Barbie made a Barbie doll with a red bathing suit, that oh, was okay. the number that. two selling Barbie doll for years and years wow. and years, and she didn't make a penny on it. Um, so this happened, I guess, constantly and consistently to her, which is why Howard thought that it was Hugh Hefner's fault and that he was the one who didn't um really represent her properly and she kind of schooled him on that so that kind of is the uh interview in a nutshell oh, yeah. other than the father tape. hunger and the sexual Good abuse tapes, or no we just, what are we playing tapes of it or just talking about it? i'm going there right now oh, fuck okay. face okay here we go so <laughs> this will just obviously tell you that pam doesn't listen to the show how are no. you pamela Oh, I'm great. But, you know, I'm kind of disappointed. I thought you guys were going to be here. I was like, when did Howard move to L.A.? Yeah, right. I wow. I said, I don't think you like coming here. When did Howard move to L.A.? How does wow. he hum out of that, Monique? He, he, no, he doesn't say anything. He just kind of... Don't follow up. The world's greatest, no world's greatest interviewer. Absolutely. How are you, Pamela? Diana Prince. Oh, I'm great. But, you know, I'm kind of disappointed. I thought you guys were going to be here. I was like, when did Howard move to L.A.? Yeah, right. I know. Yeah, yeah right. Well, I said, I don't think you like coming here. Uh, it is like the year of Pam. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. Nice deflection, Diana Prince. Nice bracelets. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. Of course, uh, in classic pretty girl fashion. Um, she's stupid. Yeah, well, of course. And of course, she doesn't think of herself as attractive at all. And, and you know, it's the classic pretty girl thing to say. Right. I, I know about it. Category. You don't think category, that, right? Howard. You don't like no. you. You always looked in the mirror and never saw yourself as a good looking person. You, you no, never got I'm it. Funny looking. I got you a really great personality. Think that, <laughs> you know, I, I'm funny looking, but I have a really great personality. Okay. Oh, why why oh, do I not believe this? Why do oh, I not believe a word of what this bitch is saying? I mean, oh, some Canuckian self-deprecation, but you're right, Dennis, ultimately. Just one time, I want to see a chick who's built their entire life and career on looks just say once, yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. I use my feminine wiles to get where I got, and yes. now they've run out. And that, it's just once, yes. just one yeah, time. I mean, so the it. well went dry, and now I'm desperate for money. Well, when yes. you think about it, she, her well ran dry like over 20 years ago. I yes, mean, she I hasn't. Know really done anything in no. 20 years um yeah so yeah so let's all boohoo the fact that she thinks that she's funny looking and and let's you know let's extol the virtues of having a winning personality which is i'm sure what got you through life i'm sure of that <laughs> um yeah, I, don't know. I saw the tape i, I think there's a lot more than her personality got through life. there's much more there's much more <laughs> okay so then you know uh, 
as usual, Howard tries to go after and attack her father and what her father did to her and how he was such a shithead to the mother and stuff like that. And so, of course, of course, he says this. Because she didn't stand up to your father and set a bad example for you. And, if, and certainly you must feel tremendous vicious anger toward your father because he never was protected. No. Yeah, no, don't? I don't, though. I don't feel, no, I, my parents just moved on the property with me. I mean, that's awkward. Write a book and then have your parents move in with you. That's so basically her parents have moved in with her and I think she's moved back to Canada now. So she, um, so both of her parents live on her property with her and she starts talking about out how right exactly millennium talus I, I have a great personality and fake everything and can't <laughs> yeah, exactly Je- right. jessica alba's personality yeah. is how she got the honest company and uh, sin city it was a yeah. exactly. personality ask robert rodriguez yeah. this first one thing i noticed of pam was her personality <laughs> first thing the very first thing First thing I know um, is you know, the funny thing is about silicone tits, they will last long after she's dead. Like, seriously, oh, yeah. you'll be able to dig up her body and it'll just be a skeleton and silicone tits sitting there because yeah. they don't degrade. You know, they're like fucking right. plastic in the wilderness. It just stays there forever. Um, okay, so then, so she's talking about the fact that her parents have moved on to her property with her. And she's really, you know, come to, she's had come to Jesus moments with both of her parents and now her mom. So let's listen to this. And then I want to say something about it. Why can't we talk about this and be together and get through this? I mean, I just, for the very first time in my mom's life, I've, if this book did anything, I, I, I suggested maybe some therapy or some mother daughter therapy. And she said, okay, so yesterday was my first two hour session with my mother, which was quite revealing. How Interesting, you? you know, if, you know, we've all been fortunate enough to have therapy of some kind or self-help books or really do the self-searching. She's never done that. She just learned to compartmentalize. So basically she's talking about how, that, so listen, hear me out on this. So she's talking about how she's now going to therapy with her mother and she's trying to, you know, just come out with things that she's wanted to talk about. And all I can think about is, is, is Robin sitting in her little fucking hidey hole having written a book about how her father fucking abused her and she, you know, and she didn't give a shit about what they did or what they said. And here's somebody else who actually is a normal evolved human being who says, huh, you know what? Maybe I need to make amends with my mother who had me at 19. Right. So her mother's only like 75 or something like that. Maybe I should make amends with them and maybe this will help us. Yes. And you think about fucking Robin, who basically said, you know what? I'm going to tell the world that my father abused me now that he has Alzheimer's and can't really understand what the fuck is going on. And mom, if you don't like it too fucking bad, too. Yep. And that's the difference. See, to me, that was the difference. And Robin, at the end of this fucking interview, is basically crying, which you'll hear momentarily because of how like honest and earnest Pam was about this interview. But all I could think about is Robin writing that shit book yeah. and being such a shit to her parents. So is that tears of guilt? Because I'm yes. Yeah, I mean, good, because that bitch deserves that. Um, it's just that, like, how old is Pamela Anderson now? 54. Okay, she's 54, 54. and now she's going to be going through therapy with her mother who's in her 70s. Really? Listen, you know what? You know what, Dennis? And listen, never too late. I know this from my parents, and I know this from my relationship with my mother. It's the only one you have, and either you can fucking hate them. I understand or you that, but with them and, do you need to and go to therapy try. with it. Can't yeah. you just talk? 
and then, you know what? Sometimes you need, need a mediator. You need Unbiased a mediator. Mediators. Yes, that's exactly right. right. You know, as a as a as an adult woman of going to therapy and and learning shit about myself, and I know John, we've talked about this before. It's just one of those things that I guess it's a good thing for. Listen, so did the, the breast for, did the breastfeeding come up yet or what? If it's a good. <laughs> no, I don't go to therapy anymore. You big dummy. <laughs> I'm just saying, if it's good for her. Because you, in your mind, right, I mean, you go into therapy, whether it's mother and daughter, whether it's couples therapy, you think you're the victim and the other person thinks they're the victim. And you need a mediator telling you like it is an unbiased mediator that says, no, 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 this is really, I don't believe either one of you and give you kind of feedback where they have no agenda. Exactly. So, you know what? Fine. If this works for you is all I'm saying. If this works for you, knock yourself out. If this is this is how you're going to live with your parents into their over <laughs> years, knock yourself out. And it's yeah, an evolved thing to do. She's taking the high road and she's not painting oh. themselves like a victim 24-7 like these two shitheads do that you don't relate to. Yes. David says mediator is a better word than therapist for this situation because it's not touchy-feely. It's objective perspective. Hey, Xavier, are you back by any chance? What was that? Oh, Okay, then. <laughs> Coach says, Mo, it's official. You're in the Pamela Vortex. All right, so let's move exactly. on. Exactly. So then Howard, of course, responds to this about the therapy thing and going to therapy with his mother, of course. Holy shit. I can't imagine when you walked in, what was it, yesterday to the therapist's office with your mother, you must have felt like you were climbing Mount Everest because what? I know I've tried to say stuff to my mother about my dad and how he was with me. Oh my God! I, I can't believe he's getting away with this. Through that, I always feel like I'm hurting her too much. I wish she like had a brother. Right yeah, and you are, and sometimes that needs to happen, and it's a yeah that does need to happen. Okay, so two. Aaron Keller, you're incorrect because I went to therapy for two years, and I've talked about this on air before. It got to the point where I'd be in a cab or in the bus on the way down to my therapist and thinking to myself, Jesus, fuck, what am I going to talk to? You're you? going on a talk show and you got to prepare material for your therapist. Yes. Before after they ran away. And then you know. <laughs> was on then, the street. No, this is before. Was, and then uh, you know it's time. Like then yep. you know it's time to, to but, let go. And it's okay. You know, you're done. You figured it out. You talked about shit with somebody that you don't want to like burden your friends with or your family with. And it's okay, and you paid to just have somebody but listen. listening. But listening to this, Howard painting this incredibly fake, absolutely untrue story to Pamela is just absolutely—it's reprehensible. Ben was nothing but good to this prick. I mean, really, seriously, nothing but good to this prick. And, and to try to paint him in any with this really horrible psychobabble interview. It's actually really despicable. Who do you think's got more out of therapy, Dennis, Howard or Pam Anderson? Uh, Howard's therapist. No, I'm, ta- I'm talking about themselves. What, what are they? I, I bet you Pam's accomplished oh, more in Pam, a month. Pam probably got Howard more in one in week than Howard did. Pam has. Been, she did mention she has been in therapy, um, but this is the first time she's ever done anything with her mother. Because yeah. after writing the book, she realized there's so many things that she's like, how it's not fair for me to write it in a book and not actually talk to my mother about very it. Very true. That's very evolved. That's what evolved. evolved is for, not yeah. Howard. See, it's so true. Coach, you're so right. It's like you start to think about things that, you know, what can I say to her that's going to be like something that maybe she'll have like a response for other than, mm-hmm. 
No, you're you literally know? going on a talk show and you're preparing material because you're afraid to bore right. the person to death because they've heard it all and seen it all. Seen That's it the all. way I take it. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, let's move on. So back to Hefner, we go again, because, you know, he's, he's really kind of like fixated on Hefner and what a bad person he must have been to him. Do you see them as sharks? Do you have the same good feeling about Hefner that you used to have, or do you see it a little bit differently? Do you have the lens focused a little differently now? No, I love Hef. Hefner was an incredible person. He's, I love, you know, eccentric people, like just he was so himself. He's the only person that could have got away with it. I just admire. Yeah, so she had no problem with Hef. No, so she's like, at a, she did the roast. Maybe he had a roast. She was well, at his roast. I mean, oh, her, Hef, Hewitt, Hefner, Hefner actually like made her career like 10 times bigger than it was. Yeah. By, I mean, she was on the cover how many times? Five? Six or something. Yeah, I mean, more. she was on the cover a lot. Yeah, more. I mean, I mean that's, that's massive to your career. Oh my God! No. Yes. No. No. Please. Don't you no think negative she's feelings. Ten there. years younger, yeah. and not as fluffy. She'd be on fucking OnlyFans too. I mean, honestly. Yes. No, you're exactly. right. Her timing is weird, right? You said she's one step away from Jenna, one pubic hair away from Jenna Jameson, and yep. OnlyFans. You're exactly right. Her timing yeah. is like if she were now, what happens to Pam Anderson in 2023? Yeah, I mean, if if two th- if if OnlyFans have been around in 2005, Pamela Anderson is on it. She'd be yeah. a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. Exactly. Yeah, she really wasn't there to badmouth anyone, says Ida, and that no. is absolutely true. No. She she wasn't. And, you know, she said, listen, it's her fucking truth, whatever. I'm and not, Howard, and, and and listen, Howard. by no way am I some sort of, oh, my God, I'm such an advocate for Pamela Anderson. I don't care about her one way or the other. Um, <sighs> it's just that it's really one of the only times I've, I've listened to an interview fully. And yeah. I kind of understood the beast. So let's talk a little bit. Can they ask you, are you guys surprised at this point going on this show that they don't have at the, how redundant his fucking interviews are now that they don't have publicists, PR people tell him, all right, he's going to ask you about your parents. He's going to try to be, and he's going to go down a therapy road, be no. prepared for this. I, wouldn't you think if you were that, if you were a PR person, wouldn't that be the first thing you would do to get him ready for this bullshit? You know, no. give him the talking points. He's exactly where he's going to go. Well, I, I think, I think John's on a point here, though. I think the good ones know and yeah, will tell. Yeah, a good publicist would do that. Absolutely. A good publicist will tell he's going to do this because he is predictable like the sun rising in the east and setting in the west. The way he asks questions. He's going to sandbag We all parents. know it. You we guys all know are so it. cute. This presupposes oh. that any publicist actually listened to the fucking show. Wasn't that you their know, job, though? They hear, uh, it is their job. How many people out there are just like they hear Howard Stern and they're like, oh, my God, world's greatest interviewer. I mean, no, I understand what you're saying, Monique. I am, but if you were a good publicist and you were persnickety and you really, really did shit together and you were anal and you really wanted to impress this person, wouldn't you have them prepared like we're talking about it now? I think, honestly, if I was the person like Pam, Pam is in a unique position in that she knows the animal she's been there she's done that yeah, she's been out with them. so she's not this a is a different person. howard though monique she hasn't seen this marcy howard i don't think she's been on and this is a different so, pam yeah so it's a different it's a different dynamic because she does know the beast she doesn't know the current one per right. se but it's not like she 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 obviously knows she's walking into a situation where he's not going to put her on the Syrian. so it's it's not the same dynamic yeah i know what you mean yeah can you get your cat's ass out of the fire? <laughs> right. Holy shit, Dennis. <laughs> Try to get that out. Jesus. Nobody needs cat butt right now. No, I, I, I was quick. 
Tamara Francois. No, no joy. No, no comedy. I don't know what the show is. There's no joy. There's no comedy. So today, and I found it to be like a therapy session. <laughs> Where was the fun? Where was the funny? Thank God for you, Dennis. See, Dennis is the man. That's why it's okay. such a tough job. So here's here's his question to her, and then we're going to swing back to this in another couple of clips. So here. What happened? <laughs> no, but you keep saying in every interview, the only man I ever really loved was Tommy, Tommy Lee. And I go, hmm. It's so crazy. I wonder, Robert I wonder what your definition of love is. Jimmy Page. Oh. Okay, so put a little put a little button on that. Yes. Right? Just for just for a quick moment. Um, I really just wanted to throw up this uh, comment from Monique. Wasn't Grace really the love of your life? Yes. Um, <laughs> Everything he does in these interviews is absolute templated paint by numbers formula yes. cap. This is why I'm almost 100% sure that his paintings are elaborate, slightly altered to evade identity trace jobs. Yeah. Yes. This is who he is. And I, Good and job, Bagel Oasis. I love when John says basic bitch because that's always so funny. And, <laughs> you know, so if you look up the terminology yeah. basic bitch, you will see that it is just really right up. Um, Beatles. Yeah. Howard Beatles. and Rolling that's, Stones. Okay. <laughs> he got it up there. Basic bitch. Uh, someone who is unflinchingly upholding of the status quo and stereotypes of their gender without even realizing it. They engage in typical unoriginal behaviors, modes of dress, speech, and life. <laughs> Tragically, laughably unaware of their utter lack of specialness uh, and intrigue. Perfect. Believe themselves to be unique, fly, amazing, and complete catch when really they are boring painfully normal and par believe their experiences to be crazy wild and different or somehow more special than everything that everybody else is doing when really almost everyone is doing or has done the exact same thing she is typical and dime a dozen there are many subtypes of basicness such as the basic ratchet the basic sorority bitch the basic groupie bitch the basic I'm so carry from sex in the city bitch, etc. But ultimately, <laughs> they all share the common thread of being expendable and unnoteworthy, and in some cases, having absolutely no redeeming quality. Oh my god, did you author that, Monique? That is scary wow. accurate. Kind of sort of should have, but that's and I didn't even see the definition when I started using it. I just took liberties it is and assumed I was right. And you are. you are <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> Okay, so you put a little put a little button in that, and let's go on to okay. something else. So um, he starts talking about David LaChapelle. So if you don't know who David LaChapelle is, is he's a, a fairly famous photographer. Yeah, I've seen his and name. And he that has movie. photographed a multitude of people. He is known actually for his gay uh, photography. More Why is he so gay. elevated, Monique? Why is he so special? Like, what makes him better than the he other guys? Known, he was really, really known as. As a guy who knew how to get just that right fucking photo okay. um, of the male body. I mean, he was just really kind of Ooh. known for that. Now, he also uh. did do – he did a lot of stuff. I mean, he he was known for a lot of different modes of photography. But back in the day when it was his heyday and he was incredibly popular – it was uh, very much about the male body. I'm going to see if I can pull something up for you Ooga. momentarily. So, I mean, just to, just to give you a little idea. How old is he now? Is he still with us? 
Um, he's uh, older, but he's another one of those guys who's very vain, so he's had a lot of work done. Old queen. Um, That's so yeah, he's definitely queen. the old. Is that Mario Cantone on the bottom there? So he's very into uh, body. He's very into physicality. He's very into showing, you know, the the male body and stuff like that. So, <laughs> you know, and he's very like. Uh, quirky he does kind of like weird shit like there's an that's M&M. vintage la chapelle at m&m picture yeah, it's just kind of like weird shit like that and there's puff you know he did the classic britney spears um oh that's it. okay the rolling stone okay okay so yeah he's done a lot of shit like this if you want to look at dave chappelle now this was a party they had in miami um, like a year or so Let's ago. Let me true. see if I can blow this up a little bit more. Jesus, so. who's that? That's who's Pamela. That dude next to him. What? That's Pamela. Are you serious? Yeah. Holy. So fuck. that's Dave LaChapelle now, who's obviously had some work done. Yeah, and that's Pam. And this was oh. when, let's see when this was. So this is December 2019. Jesus Christ. And this is okay. So. So let me just say oh, I know this. that's down on Miami Beach. Mm-hmm. So this oh, this crowd and this this type of of crew is absolutely embodies everything you fucking hate about humanity. I'm just yeah. throwing that out there. Okay. Study why the terrorists hate us. His matching Gucci sweatsuit. And look at Pam. Pam's looking a little rough in this, let's be honest. Um but you know, listen, she's still in great shape. Uh, these are these people, like these are these people. What in the actual? What? What? Uh, that's Daniel uh, Lismore. I have no idea who that is. Who? Ah, oh, you're so funny. Oh, you're so cute. You're so funny. You're so funny. Jesus Christ, she's the definition of road hard and put away wet. Uh, <laughs> Seriously. These are these people. These are these people. This is that crowd. These are those people. Jesus this is everything Christ. you hate in fucking humanity. Yeah. I'm not even joking. Why the terrorists say this? Yeah, you wonder. This is, this is everything. This is everything. What the hell is a pearl? That's what that is. She's special. She's, she's like a grain of sand in an oyster. That's a pearl. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so right. Right. When you hear about a recession, you have to look at it's this. It's so cute because this is the Miami okay. crowd versus yeah. the just 15 minutes away uh, Palm Beach crowd. Yeah. yeah. Like night and day, night and day. Well, it's actually an hour and a half. <laughs> okay. You know what I meant. But it's very sceney and, you know, yeah, it is. it's kind of like, yeah, this is very that blue collar. So yeah, right. Really blue yeah, collar. Right. You're just here watching the <laughs> game. <laughs> you know, Boy, Georgie yeah, and Pat from Blue Ribbon at this at this show. So, let's talk a little bit about David LaChapelle and Marcus Schenkenberg. <laughs> Whoever fit in the bathtub. <laughs> when you did all those photo shoots for David LaChapelle, did he pay you? Was or was he just another no. guy who took? No, he didn't. No, I mean, that's again saying... another. I, I don't understand your images are so iconic, especially those uh, LaChapelle images. I bought the um, uh, books of Chappelle's. La Chapelle's, uh, you know, and, and a lot of the pictures are you. And- yeah, you both a lot of heterosexuals do. They buy La Chapelle books. No, they really Lachapelle. don't. They really don't. <laughs> yeah. It's really that's wow. Um, clawing at that closet, just wanting to come out. My yeah, 
God. All right. So let's go to 15 minutes later. And I'm hoping you put a little pin in that I other conversation. So let's just go to like another 15 minutes into the conversation. Yeah. Wow. Mm. <laughs> Why did you turn? Well, no, I was going to ask you what your definition of love is because I still Honestly. wonder. Right. I don't think you've been, I don't think you've had the great love of your life yet. What? So, so you just, you just like a half hour ago asked her what her definition <laughs> of love was. but And, now and then it was Tommy Lee. And then it was Tommy Lee. And now you're saying, I wanted to ask you what your definition of, like he has this little <laughs> checkbox of get your cat's ass out of the, out of the screen. Oh my goodness. Tim Sullivan goes, Howard, Howard would love to be in a Marcus Sheckenberg sickle. Oh my <laughs> yes, God. He would. I forgot about yes, that guy. That was, that was one of her bows. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, what yeah. Is love, baby he looks like baby. the ghost of Morrissey. Yes, Aaron Taylor. Yes. 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 <laughs> Marcus Sheckenberg was seriously one of the most handsome men I have ever seen in public back in the day. He was really, oh, he looks like shit now. Jesus Christ. What happens to these people? What you happens? Know, one male model. There's always one that everybody knows, like Tyson Beckford. You know, there's always one per ten years per per, per decade, and yeah. he was the guy. In those he was years. the guy. Yep. He was the man. He was that Calvin Klein dude. You know, he was like that guy. He, he was that fucking. Too. He was that hottie guy. Yeah, but she dated him. That's yeah. That's, that's right. Correct. That is correct. Oh, there we are. There we are. So cute. So handsome. Such a loving couple. All right. Let's move on a little bit. Love to give you like these visual visual cues as we go along. Um, okay. So here, I guess John Hine did not do his job correctly because he asked this. And she yeah, went, Monique's right. I don't think you wrote about it. Oh, sorry. sorry, sorry I'm sorry. No, I just, we should, because I don't think people really realize this. John Hine writes the questions for Howard. That's why this shit's so boring. No, I think people should. Me. Well, I mean, people don't know. I think we kind of it's not brought up enough and we should can't slam that home enough. One of the reasons this is so sterilized and banal and automaton is because John Hine writes these questions. That's how shitty it's got. It is that shitty, but I think that it's a little bit more than just John Hine. I think he usually like if it's a musical. Oh, yeah, it's definitely more than just him. uh, What's his face in on Um, it as well? Brandano. Brandano. Yeah, so yeah. he he does go to him for a lot of things, but for some reason, John Hine has a hold on. Well, Jan, Jan Jan was you know he he was doing tutoring, so Howard figures that he's able to do research. Perfect for the tutoring. Show. Yeah. yeah, it's just and and no threat. And okay, wait, let's just finish the clips and then we can get to. We're this. offered the lead role in X Files to be the, <laughs> the Files. That's what I read. I probably didn't even know what that down. was. Just like I didn't know where Marina Del Rey was. You know, I was just like, that sounds complicated and I'm busy. (laughs) I never heard of it that before. This is the first I've heard of that. Okay, so that's the first time Sam is hearing this, but somehow Howard knows this. You know, uh, here's the funny thing. The staff probably fucked up because Jillian Jillian Anderson was the star (laughs) of of that. And I heard, I've heard nothing else that except that she was the person they wanted for that show. That's good, Dennis. They confused so, Pam for Jillian Anderson. Uh, that so is that's impressive. That's, exactly that's really good, Dennis. <laughs> God damn Anderson. it! And they're they're not they're they're, they're just unprofessional buffoons who we oh, hired, buffoons. and it wouldn't surprise anybody that they would make that how, mistake. How how embarrassed would you guys be? You're interviewing somebody on even something like this, 
and you fuck up something that bad. I mean, I'd be mortified. I mean, literally, I would find out who wrote the question. God forbid Howard fact checks it, Dennis. <laughs> right on his own. Like, God, God forbid. Right. Seriously, that was such a simple alley-oop. Like, he thought for sure <laughs> that that was going to be one of those questions that he's like, I know something. I got gotcha. I know something. Right, right. I, I got gotcha. something on you. Gotcha. No one else does. But you know what? How often he does that? Do you know how often somebody comes and says every no, time? Every time, once, at least once, an embarrassing question like yeah, that. He he botched. Oh, shit, there was somebody on like last year where he everything he said was wrong. Yeah, I, who was that? I remember. Robert that. Plant. Well, Robert Plant. Somebody he constantly kept saying no, Howard. That's not true. It was a guy. No, uh, it wasn't Plant. Plant was everything was wrong. Also, no, this was just last year. It was last, it last year. Last year. He fucked it up so bad. Chaka Khan is, says, nobody who's seen the X-Files would ever imagine Pam anywhere near this. John Hyde Could you imagine that? Him. I mean, the chemistry no. would have been shit. No, and you know what? Let's be honest. Pam's not exactly, you know... Um, a rocket scientist? Yeah, she's 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 no uh, Jessica Lange. I mean, she's not uh, <laughs> she's not ready for a close-up. I mean, Gillian Anderson was already a established act, real actress. And she was great in it. Uh, Howard absolutely has never seen X-Files. She very very Marcy no, Turk, Gillian Anderson, right? Yes. Very well, similar to yeah, Marcy. She's a, Marcy's a smaller... It's just the ginger more, aspect. That's all it is. Gillian yeah. actually, well, actually Gillian actress. Anderson's real hair color is blonde. Oh, I didn't know that. She's a blonde. That. Yeah, that's a fake. That's fake color. I didn't know that. Yeah, Pam, is no Mimi, Pam is no Mimi Rogers. Okay, so then um, just two more clips. And um, yeah, so here's Robin coming in later on, you know, as she is allowed to now come in two minutes before the uh, interview is over. She comes in to let Pam know how wonderful she was on Broadway because she saw her apparently last year on Broadway. I'm trying to remember what the show was. I did look it up and I did not write it down. The, and horror, I, the horror eulogies? What? I don't know. Maybe it was like hairspray or something. Something you would know. Something really yeah. like boring, stupid walk out of. Um, uh, Robin saw her in it and just thought she was fabulous. It's always the, Shellbacks is a great line. The Howard Stern show called the Superman reference. The fortress of ineptitude. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good, Shellbacks. Can you imagine Scully with that bleached hair and baby voice? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> um, okay, so here's here's uh, Robin coming in to add her two cents. But uh, I don't like to see you get upset like that. Well, that I just, you know, we did. We we hung out a lot. Robin was tearing. We, yep. hung up a, we hung had out lots of fun. And it's been a long time. And it was, you know, it was kind of sad to learn. Thank you, Tamara. She was in Cabaret and she played Roxy. That's right. Oh, oh, thank you so much for that. Tamara's our and all those things that had happened to her as a young yeah. girl and the whole thing of, you know, just sort of landing in Hollywood like a fish out of water and never being shown the ropes and, and telling, you know, being told what was possible for her. You know, it's just like, um, and then to see her so happy when she was, was actually getting... <laughs> accolades and and being rewarded for for showing she has talent okay oh, shut the fuck phony quivers jesus uh. christ <laughs> that is just pure utter diarrhea of the mouth with just fact points that have nothing to do with the person she's talking about jesus christ 
I, I, no wonder he keeps her quiet during the interviews. She's she's completely moronic. She couldn't be earnest if she were Jim Varney. Well, you know what? Somebody has a point there. So let's talk about Pamela Anderson on Broadway. So Pam was on Broadway. Let's see. Rezzle does a Pamela Anderson takes back the narrative. It's Chicago. Pamela Anderson drives Chicago crowd wild on Broadway. Her Broadway debut was April 12th, 2022. So yes, you are correct. In fact, that Robin in fact is lying about being fucking quarantined since 2020, because anybody who has ever been to a Broadway show knows that the seats are literally like this. Like you yep. are, you are squished and yep. there's nobody testing that shit. There's nobody doing anything in there. And she did say that she saw her on Broadway and thought she was absolutely phenomenal. Ooh, I do yes, not have yes. any commentary on Brooke Shields. I haven't read up on it at all. I know somebody made a thread about it in our uh, thing, but um, I would listen. You know what? Men and young girls and sexual assault is just sadly a sad truth of being so in a in situations where you're probably a little bit too young to, to be in. So Honestly. Carmen, Carmen Gia 65, once again, pointing out the obvious quivers, a lie. Quivers a lie. We all yeah. know that. Anybody that's listening tonight, if you have not listened to our two part quivers, a lie, which is a really, really thorough look into her book. I highly recommend you listen to that. It, we really do shine a light on a lot of the commentary and just the absolute utter arrogance, hubris, and and uh, just ridiculous narcissism that is Robin Quivers. It would really, like, shock you to the core. So here's the end of the show. Let's just listen to that real quick. Hi, Ralphie boy. Thank you. That's Ralph Sorella, the guy who, uh, you saw it all. Uh, yes, next week, uh, 25 Years of Benji on Howard 101. We know that, and I think I'm out of here. Okay, bye-bye. That's it. So Another. if he is, in fact, off next week, who knows? He is. Yeah, I know. I agree with you. I think you are twelve percent off. Now, now I'm, I'm I'm so certain it's not it's not funny. Yeah. So cleaning out the computer really, really quickly because we've been on for two hours already, Johnny. Oh. Um. So I saw some of your clips. A lot of things were part one, part two, part three, part four. So I wasn't really sure what is the the part most. Four. I know. What is Thank the you. most important of what you sent me? Thank so, you, Shellbacks. Thank you, Ed Rooney and Shellbacks. By the way, nice. That's a nice Jeez. compliment. Thank you, guys. Um. I think the racist creeper thing when she comes in with Ed Torian's lie detector. And then do you remember when he left the studio? You'll love this because Robin takes over to go meet Pam Anderson at a hotel room during the show because Ralph is there and he's jealous. That's that's audio. The video okay, is uh, Ed Rooney's uh, Ed Rooney. Uh, Ed Torian's uh, <laughs> Ed Torian's lie detector. And then also you have Vegas one, two, and three as well. Yeah, that was a creepy. Um, I think Vegas isn't quite as good as the. But Artie, you want to play one that Artie is supposedly dead in the first clip, and there's this rumor that got the news that Artie's dead. And what the funny thing is, Pam's been on the show probably at that point seven, eight times. Doesn't know who Artie is. Doesn't know who Artie is. Doesn't know who Artie is, and they just reported his death as she comes into the, and they blow off the Tonight Show. Okay, so uh, let me see if I can do this. Let me see if I can link us to this. Um, the Ed Torian thing is the most racist thing you'll ever. If, if Howard wants to deny the N word, okay, I can't do all of them. You got to give me I, some. I give me which I'm gonna do the um, Pam Vegas one already dead. Yeah, just do that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. 
Tell me if you can hear this because you know I have a Yep. No picture, but first of all, we okay, want to thank Pam for being here. We stopped. Sorry, my guys. Sorry, my guys. It's all audio, no picture. I got it. I got it. Oh. Call her from the Tonight Show. We wow. just hijacked her before she yes. came over. Sutter and John just left. Get close to the microphone. No. Get close to the microphone, Pam. I like that outfit. Hi. It was reported on the news this morning that Artie Lang had died in his hotel room. I, and, I know that. And uh, do you have anything that? to say about I Artie? I have to tell you that I was in my it was in my hotel room and a guy came in to give me a CD player, which didn't work by the way. But he was in tears. He was very distraught. And so I just want you to know before you go on Howard, because you're really good friends, Artie's dead. Wow. <laughs> I said Artie who? Artie who? Artie who? Get close to the microphone, Pam. The guy on Howard Stern, he's dead, and I was freaking out about. Well, okay, well. Yeah. Well, thank you for what? your kind words. When did you get into uh, Vegas? Watch this. Okay. Oh, watch it, more? Watch, watch this that's all. Oh, right. The crowd turns on her. This crowd can turn on you. Maybe you guys drinking already? Who yeah. are these boys? I don't know what he looks like. There goes that jack and water. It's all that. Oh, I miss Artie. Yeah. That was the peak of his powers, popularity, power. and how yeah. they went to series. You hear that crowd? They're not there for hours. Also, also the peak of, of Pam. That was, yeah, it looked, yeah. It looked quite good there. Uh, all right. I'm going to move on to Howard Leaf's studio. I should just say this, and don't go back to it, but that was the peak also. That was the, the actually the genesis of Stutter and John just leaving Howard and him bashing Leno virtually every day, and he brought that into even that show. Oh, really? He, he claims he stole her from The Tonight Show. We should do a review of that Vegas thing. It's pretty good. I mean, it's not yeah, all great, I, 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 I would, I would be on, on board with that. There, there was very interesting shit going on there. Hardy was always a sharp dresser. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus always Christ. the same shirts. It it's like up. you went to Models and just grabbed anything. You'll love um, this, Monique, uh, in the Ed Torian lie detector. I didn't even realize the origin. Our buddy Scott Baylor, who I miss dearly, this is the origin of how that name came about. Because Ed Torian pronounced Scott Bayo, Scott Bayo, your former beau. And uh, they talk about how he's a premature ejaculator. Okay, I was going to go to the hotel room thing, though. Uh, yeah. Do whatever you want. I mean, they're all interesting. You tell me. You tell me. Well, you told me to get a lot of them. You told me to get a lot of them. And well, I wanted, I wanted what really highlights his, um, his attitude towards Pam. Probably well, the hotel thing does, but well, let's go there. Let's go there because I have it already queued up, ready to go. So here we go. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. I I, I forgot something. Cleaning out the computer. So I get this. Hey, Ralph. Hey now. Hey now. Where is she? Right here. Where Where are you? Uh, we're at a hotel hanging out. All right. I gotta tell this story. I get this message from Ralph this morning on my answering machine. He called at nine. I was already asleep. He goes, Hey, it's Pam Anderson. We're at scores. No, no, no. Don't tell me Ralph is with Pam. Yeah, wait a second. She goes, We're at scores. And I'm here with, uh, you know, Chuck Zito and, and. They were talking about this today, as a matter of fact. That's when Ralph came on. He was talking about how Pam had this gorgeous, like, designer dress on. And she said, I hate this dress. It's super uncomfortable. Can you do something about it? And he literally whipped out um, a sewing kit that he had with him. Yeah. And he cut the dress like at the thigh and like pinned it up for her so that she would have a brand new dress. That was the same night. Uh, uh, come, come. You're all straight. Come on. 
Come, <laughs> come, come, come be here with me. Wake up. You, you need an emergency line. Yeah, well. I was in bed with my girlfriend. I thought I could have like, I, I got to get yeah, it. Uh, excuse me, honey. I'm leaving. I said you were going to go walk Bianca. Now I'm going to go walk Bianca for four hours. <laughs> I can't go walk so, so he go, So I'm like, that son of a bitch. I know how he got there, too. I think the makeup artist is friends with Ralph. Yes, he, he's yeah, like, the, the one Gary was uh, bad enough me, too. Yeah. You know, because Ralph's sort of a, you know, he's the stylist, so he gets to know all the makeup artists oh, and stuff. Of course, yeah. So she must have tipped him off that they're going to scores. Scores closed, and we needed to hang out a little bit more. We needed but, to hang Let out. me tell you. I lowered the radio. Had you, so you were at scores till four in the morning with her? Well, yeah. He's so fucking entitled, that Ralph. He yeah. really is. Yeah. yeah. It's during the week, too, which I love. Who is this? Who is this? Jeez. Hold on. Do I know you? Hey, baby. <laughs> I can't believe... I can't believe Ralph is hanging around with you. Ralph is, like, hanging around me, cutting off my clothes. <laughs> Again? Again, you're not even here. You know, I'm sick and tired of that guy glomming off my This action. is all your fault. That's my girl. I've been here. can't believe how many people are in the I'm room with you. room. There's, like, 20 people in here, and my clothes are all cut off. Okay. So... What goes, okay, do you have a request, a song request, just so you know, before we finish up the show? Um, Where are you at? East or West? You are such a fun girl. I never get to go out. You are so much fun. We never get to go out. Does he really leave to go to her? Yeah, he leaves, he leaves eventually, and they're setting it up. Apparently, it's walking distance. They give the address out on the air, and they have to bleep it. They cut it. Robin has to take over the show. Oh, I love then, what happened? Like, did you, like, get dances I'm still drinking champagne. Oh, cool. Okay, it's like a 15 minute delay now because you're in trouble. Yeah. Wait a second. So, so then you stayed at scores and then. Yeah, Ralph cut my hair. He cut my jeans. He's like, I got a halter top on now, and I'm not, not doing him. I hope. Oh God, no. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, from scores. What's that? Scores girls. Yeah. Oh. Let's do the show from our hotel room. Yeah, what are we doing here? Okay, Robin could anchor this. Wait a second. What? Well, Ralph has a really good idea for you. It's like a bob. You know, I really like that, that Ralph oh. doesn't work and like him just... He takes advantage of all the things you create. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting angry. It's oh, goddamn yeah. real. You should be with us. Can I tell you, you leave the hair, the, the, the... Damn, I could have given you a good workout. How are the books? Leave it. Howard, it is walkable. Where should have them say something. <laughs> Who? The girls. Can you say something, guys? Oh, hi. Oh, is it walkable where they are? Is, yeah, why did I just run The address you yeah. just bleeped off, Howard, is walkable. Is it? Why don't I just? Get, why don't I just walk over there? Why don't we just walk over there? <laughs> we, we white man. What am I going to Ralph's over there? Come on, I'm right. going to get up. We walk over there, and then what do we do? We talk. Okay, so let's go. Wow. <laughs> oh, why is this not playing? Yeah. All right, I'm coming over. <laughs> I'm coming over. Let's go. Come on. All right, but I got to do it on the phone. Let's go. All right, I'll do it. All right. Dude, it's only two blocks away. Yeah. All right. Come on. Uh, really uh, Come there. Why don't we go? All the guys should go and, you know. That's mostly the guys work on this show. I'll be here alone. All right. That's all right. Now, here's what's going to happen. As soon as I turn off the mic, <laughs> which will be in about three seconds. <laughs> me, Artie, Do you think this was spontaneous? I do. No. Out of here. I do. <laughs> Make a mad dash for the hotel. Yeah. Baba Booey. Get, Get up, up there. The I'll call you. 
and we, you'll, you'll go on the air from there. So distracted that the show stops making sense. <laughs> so, Fred, which you know how much fun that is. <laughs> Kidding. Wait a minute. Take Fred with he, you. Go, he goes and sees Pam Anderson, and then he's got to slam me on the way out. <laughs> uh, all right. And oh, then he does bite you. Okay, so now they're on their way. He goes, you got to do the show. Right, Fred, you know much okay, this is Robin taking over. This is yeah, cool. wow. Just a little bit of it. I don't think I've ever actually heard this, by the way. There. All right, we're back here at the ranch, and uh, do we have anybody on the phone yet? Okay, we're going to bring him up. Hello? Hello? Howard left the studio with Artie. They're supposed to be at Pam Anderson's hotel room. And Scott, the engineer, is doing his usual fine job. <laughs> Hi there. Hello? Hello? Robin? Yes. I can barely hear you. Hold on. Okay. Hey, Howard. We're on the air. Can we lower the radio, guys? <laughs> yeah, we're on the air. It's it's really hard to hear. Over here. Well, this is a very impromptu yeah, remote. Hold on. Here, Howard, we're on over here. Oh. I was just trying to tell people this how this all happened. What happened? That, you know, all of a sudden you're not here. You're over at a hotel. Yeah, okay, so I'm here in Pam's hotel, and uh, there's a bunch of girls from Scores who I happen to know. The new outfit created uh, a big room. I'm trying See, this is the time period. What year was this? Oh, four. Oh, four. When did he start dating Beth, allegedly? Yeah, he, Beth has no clout, right? You can tell you. She's no clout. You find your body no right here. now. Find bodies. Hold on, Robin, I can't hear you. I'm, I've got my pen. I'm signing her ass right now. Has everybody written on Pam or something? Yeah, like Pam has what? This isn't a good pen. Pam. Hi. So how's the book going? The book is great. I really think there's an attraction between the two of us. No, there's not. Oh, no, right. So good. Uh, deny it. Do you? I think it's a relative. I fucking hate men who say, look at me. I like, honestly, that. that is the most turn offiest thing a human being could say. A man can say. <laughs> I hate men. I hate men. Fucking look at you. What do we, wait, I'm listening to you. Why must I look at you too? Does you that make what? it more serious? Because really I'm fucking that staring that's at you. Listen to me. Listen to me. Look at me. Look at me. Listen to me. Look at me. Listen to 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 Ew, you perverted, disgusting, lecherous man. I mean, I could, we could do a saga on her on this show. I didn't know where to start. There's so much you can glean from the archives. Okay. So much. Matt, yeah, this is Masturbation Radio, especially with this is Best Principle. I had unknown porn, porn stars and girls who wanted to get into yep. play, but that was every week. That was just a rotation of them, Best Principle. Absolutely. That's what a lot of guys liked from this show. It wasn't I, something that I personally liked. I myself. didn't care about it. Mean, if you're getting your porn from this show, I feel sorry for you. It was so. It was just the lowest form of the lowest rung of lowbrow fan that wanted to hear this shit. It was the most redundant. Dennis, did you give a shit if they had strippers on? Oh, yes, you did. Don't lie. I could care less. I could care less. I, I, I'll, I'll be. I'll actually answer it honestly. Actually, yes. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, How it was tantalizing. That? It was tantalizing. I, I don't need a homosexual's idea of what hot no, no, no. is. I don't want but Howard telling me that. We didn't know he was a at big pillow time, biter. 
at the time. I, I, I maybe did I didn't know? agree with his idea of hot either because it was always so effing well, remember, cartoony. Remember back then contra- they did a much better job of it being theater of the mind. So you know, yeah, I, I mean, of course, a teenage and then it boy. So obvious when it became yeah. reality on Serious. That was the difference. Thank that you. Was exactly. Actually, that was actually really more of a Thank change than so. even Marcy coming in is the theater of the mind versus Correct. the reality of seeing things in front of your face. You're right, G Canada. They never talk about their own drug use in those days. Tell me there wasn't mountains of blow on the table right now. There was. not they said it oh, in that God, clip and they cut it, the clip. Definitely. Yeah, Pamela Anderson and a bunch of strippers from scores. Yeah. That's going to yeah. look like freaking Scarface at the end. I don't know I mean, how it comes off as disgustingly lecherous. I can't really. Oh, absolutely. It's just, and, and like at, at that time, Beth had absolutely no pull or clout. She's just happy yeah. to be there. You couldn't latch it on for the fame and the buckballs and the FHM jobs. Yeah, that was before. And then she got a little more clout as uh, by about probably when they got married. You know, you know the whole thing is about the doorman. The doorman's really, a prostitute. He's really not attractive. And so. Yeah. No. I think he reached for the stars and settled for the fucking moon. I mean, he just couldn't. Moon. Well, the closest thing to Earth, obviously, Uranus. the sun. But he didn't, you know, this is what he, um, he thought he could attain this because of his wealth and his, his notoriety. But the reality is he's just really like a not attractive man. He's a mantis. All right, so listen, we're going to be leaving you guys. It's late, and i got to go to sleepy time. And so okay. I think he's off next week. We're pretty sure he's off, he next, is week. off next week. He is, in fact, off next week. Uh, somebody had a wonderful idea about doing a phone-in show, so maybe we'll do that for next week. So we'll have some fun with that, and we'll do that either Tuesday or Wednesday. I'm definitely doing my Rotten Reddit uh, sometime either Sunday or Monday. What games are on this weekend? I'm not even really sure. Football, I think. Cincinnati. Uh, Saturday and Sunday or just Sunday? Yes, it's, it's Sunday. 3 o'clock and 6.30. It's the, uh, it's Cincinnati, the uh, league City. playoffs. It's the okay. league And San Francisco, Philadelphia. Okay, I'm going to be on with um, Carl from WATP this weekend. I don't know when it comes out. I don't know if That's it's live. That's not live, is it? They pre-tape that? I don't know. I don't know, and I don't know what the subject matter is. I don't know anything. So as long as he's not bushwhacking me, and I don't have to fucking hang up on Bushwhack. him. Bushwhack. Yeah, so it'll be good. Scott, the engineer's ban from talking may be over. Oh, that's interesting. Why is he as well? Um, I think you know. Monique means that Shalom Biatch hack from Las Vegas gets put on the same time she is. Yeah, I think, I think he'd run from you. I, exactly, and he should. Um, alrighty, so yes, Carl is the guy I did the show with before, and he's, you know, he's fine. He's fine. All right, guys, we love you, and um, we'll see you next week with some other goodies, okay? Yeah. Hey, guys, thanks for hanging with us tonight. Please join us for any further discussion at radiogunk.com in the forum section. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Radio Gunk. And don't forget to like this and subscribe to us and hit that little bell so you know when we're doing a new show. Thanks.